across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. You love it, you lot. You absolutely love it, you mucky pups. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Busy show this evening. I say busy. We, I've got literally no idea what we're going to talk about at all. We'll talk a little bit about Twitter and the internet. We'll talk a little bit about people waiting at zebra crossings when actually they don't want to cross the road. We'll talk about the people. It's a, it's a crossing the road special. What is your crossing the road story? 0844-499-1000. Don't worry, guys. We call you back. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm so glad that I got her to think of. She's fine as any Valentine. I think about her all the time. Cross my heart and hope to die. She sends me silly messages and pictures. Directing traffic in the mall Or buzzing with some random shoes She never fails to surprise She makes me That's what I'm doing. I'm just emailing Dave Davis from the Kinks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey. 
We'll have none of that. I'm just emailing Dave Davis from the Kinks. He's coming mm. on next week. Coming on next week. Um, it's going to be a pre-record. He wants it. his first suggestion. His opening gambit was three p.m. I said, "Whoa, Dave, can you do any later? Otherwise, I'm coming in at three p.m. one week to speak to Dave Davis of the Kinks, which would be an absolute honour and a pleasure and a thrill because he's one of the coolest men ever and just. One of my absolute heroes. He's a nice fella as well, isn't he? He is. That, that, well, uh, yes, he is a nice Mostly fella. Mostly a nice fella. I don't know if we should be saying that. Maybe we should be bigging him up right. as a bad boy of rock. He's a bad boy of He's rock. He's a bad boy of rock. He was a very bad boy of rock. Was he? Very, very, very bad boy. Um, so, um, I'm, 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 I've asked any chance you could do it about 5.30. If not, I'll pop in at 3 o'clock to interview Dave Dave with great pleasure. I flipping love that man. And I've interviewed him twice before. And I've n- uh, very rarely do you get such, um, he's never had PR training, because he'll tell you anything. Good. He will tell you absolutely anything. Good evening, this is Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio, it's Catherine Boyle, Emma's through there. If you call up now, 844 499 Emma will take your number and she will call you back. Because that's her job. So we've been, um, on a, on a guest Jag. Jag is... Uh, I'm on a jag-jag at the moment. Jag is my new favourite word. Do you know what a jag is? I thought it was an injection. No, 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 no. A jag, 0844-499-1000, is when you're, like, going through a bit of a phase. All right. So I was I was on a Young Rascals jag last week. Cause like I was going a tip? No, 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 no. That's You're thinking of a ragga-tip. Yeah, I'm always no. thinking of a ragga-tip. Me, well, good days. No, no, no. Uh, no, it's not a tip. Um, it's, it's, it's like a phase. So if you, like... I, um, I was on a, um, a, a 22 11 63 jag at the weekend. Oh, right, yeah. I, I caned it. And I was, I went on a living in the dead jag. Um, right? It's yes. got a fella that used to be in Merlin in it. I never watched Merlin. What I is didn't living realize... in the dead? I've never heard of oh, this. Oh, I thought you is might it like it, but I wouldn't watch it if I were you because it was a uh, nonsensical. Nonsense? Nonsense? I quite enjoyed it, no. I. But it was about, right? American or British? British. Yeah, we go. Man rubbish. in the olden days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is he? Oh, right. Uh, right? Yeah. It was one of them. He was. Um, but then someone turned up with an iPad. Oh. Yeah, there was that kind of vibe going on. Oh. So I had to watch all of them to see what it was about for the denouement. But it turned out that uh, the big reveal was re- revealed well, don't nothing. Spo- don't spoil it. Don't go into a spoiler. Don't do a spoiler because well, it, it's unfair. You can't. You can't we, spoil it because I don't know what it was. We once got in terrible trouble... Um, and people think it was me, and it wasn't me. It was Daisy Donovan on the 11 o'clock show for for um, ruining um, um, Sixth Sense. Um, she gave away the twist. Everyone thinks it was me, and it wasn't at all. And then um, we got in trouble on Rise, because it was Kate Lawler, and everyone thinks it, me, it was me, it wasn't. Kate Lawler ruined the end of the uh, third matrix although to be honest the matrix makers ruined the end of the third yeah. matrix by making the, 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 the second the, th- the second the third and i'm gonna say it and boy oh boy i'm not trolling well i am a bit the first matrix rubbish the only good thing in that is that woman in the pvc catsuit the rest of it utter bobbins i sat next to someone in the cinema uh, watching the matrix who spent the whole what was it two hours felt longer going is he awake yet yep. what, what's this bit yeah what's this bit what's this oh it was um what's that smell in here it's not me no it's a it's a friend someone it's febreze i bought some and i know that because i bought i've bought an today i have bought an two things right that um oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number alan we will get to you eventually um i bought two things today that i have bought before in my life but not very 
often. Mm. Um, one of them being Febreze. Oh, right. I bought Febreze. Because we got the dog right, and I'm the only one in my house that knows that the, um, dog... Oh, steady on, steady on, guys. I'm the only one in my house that knows that our house now smells of a dog house. Oh, really? Yeah, no one else knows it, and I know it. Our dog stinks. And I bought, I have bought, um... Uh, you can get, like, perfume for the dog, right? I bought, yeah. I bought two. The first one was supposed to make her smell like baby powder. Oh. Well, it it, it sort of did... Oh, wait, 444991000, how do you stop a dog smelling? It sort of did, but it was just, it just like, it was like a, a very toxic baby powder smell. A baby that needs changing. Kind of. And then I bought one at the weekend. I went into um, a pet shop and bought one that's supposed to smell all, like, citrusy. Right. Now, she, she hates both of these being sprayed on her. Mm. If you want to drive her nuts, spray her with this, and she starts rubbing her ears all over So, what, your dog smells like a lemon? Well, no, it, 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 it still smells a stinky dog, and I, I was putting loads of it on today. I was like, and I had to hold her. I was holding her by the neck. And it still smells a stinky dog, and the whole house smells a stinky dog. So... she been done? No, no, no. Don't smell of that. That's a different scent. Well, I just wondered whether she was kicking something out. Like no, maybe no, she's no. a teenager now. No, 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 no. It, no, it's a different scent. And I've, I've missed the window of opportunity to get it done. You have to get it done every six months. The dog comes into season, right? Yeah. And you've got to get it in the middle. And I've, I've missed it. So we'll go for another one and then we'll, we'll, we'll um, get her innards whipped out. Um, I think they scoop around with, uh, like, those those long, thin metal spoons you get with a knickerbocker glory. I think that's how they do it. I'm not totally sure. They get a bubblegum. Uh, something pops out, yes. So, um, so I bought Febreze to mm. try and make our house smell less of dog. Febreze neutralises the smell. Well, I tried it in my car on the way in, because my car stinks, right? Because it stinks of dog and of boys and of my ass. <laughs> Right, because the pills I'm on make me produce inhuman smells. And it had absolutely no effect whatsoever. Whatsoever. So that was disappointing. The other thing I bought, right, because it's been driving me nuts for ages. I've got a little thing stuck between my gum and my tooth. Mm. Right there. And I'll fit her tongue. And I've been rooting around all day with it. Mm. Rooting around, rooting around. And I went and bought some um, dental floss. Oh. Dental floss. Because you're, you're supposed to. Now, they say you're supposed oh. to floss every single day. And I, I don't I don't buy this, right? Because it's a con. We'll get on to crossing the road in a minute. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Glenn, Alan, stay there. Um, it's uh, uh, Every time I go to the dentist, they say, oh, you're going to have to go and see Michelle. Oh, she's the hygienist. Mm. I used to have one hygienist who was... Um, she was... He, she was awful. She, I mean, she was, like, really rough and aggressive. Yeah. Like, you'd have a bloody face mm. and everything. And when she went, I, I wasn't going to go again, but my teeth were in such a bad state. And then I went, and it was a new hygienist, and she was delightful, and we had a laugh. And she used to listen to me on, on another radio station. And we had a laugh. And this new woman's very matter-of-fact. There's a third woman I've got now. Very matter-of-fact. But it's constantly, yeah, you'll have to come um, for, for a hygiene session again. Well, but it's £45. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you've got to use floss every day. Well, what I would do, of course, is I would floss... Like two days before, before you go exactly. She goes. She's been using the floss. It's I've great. got to go and see the dentist in about uh, four weeks. Yeah, and I know what will happen. What time are you seeing him? Two thirty. Oh, no, it won't though, because I'll go and see. I look after my teeth. Yeah, 
what happens is he'll tell me off and tell me that I should be flossing and I'll go, okay, yeah, 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 I will. And I'll buy some dental floss and I'll use it for a week. What's worse than dental floss is those little brushes. Oh, that you've I have tried those. Oh, they're, 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 it fits in between the gaps of your teeth. Yeah, but it bloody hurts. Well, how come whatever time of the day I go to and whatever dentist I've ever been to in history, they're always listening to the Jeremy Vine show. Whatever time I'm on, it's Jeremy bloody Vine. And they'll say, uh, oh, I like him. And I say, oh, I, I, you know, he, uh, he's a fan of mine. Because he is. And they'll say, well, no, I won't. I'll say, I don't uh-huh. And I had one dentist who was a bit cheeky. I liked her. She was cheeky. And she kept asking me questions. <laughs> and afterwards I said, do you lot deliberately ask questions when you've got your fingers in our our gloves, because you know we can't answer. And she went, yeah, we do. I thought, that's brilliant. (laughs) That is a a brilliant thing. But they're always listening to Jeremy Vine, Mm. constantly. And Jeremy Vine is constantly getting... We've got a text here from Steve the Trucker, and it says, Jeremy, I've just had to To pull pull over over. into a (laughs) lay-by. I've got tears in my eyes listening to the story of that young deaf child. He's always making truckers cry. If If there's a truck accident, you bet your bottom dollar they were listening to a sad story on the Jeremy Vine show. Do you remember at the other place, I was the trucker's sweetheart? Yeah. Anymore, those guys do they? No, well, Got no, they don't truck at night anymore. They're not what? allowed. They're not allowed to. What they do? Um, it's because of not the communards, um, communists. No, 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 no. It's restrictions. Restrictions. Um, there's a word for it that sounds like communards. The taco. There we go. The Taco Bell. It's because of the Taco Bell. Well, well, I miss those guys. Well, those. If you're horny, <laughs> call me now. Call me now. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Catherine joins me in the studio. Emma will take your call and we'll call you back. Their phones don't work. Gl- Glenn. Yes. Yeah. Well, the phones don't work. That that's. There we go. There we go. Phones don't work. I'm glad that got fixed. Yes, mm. Glenn. Good evening. How are you? Good evening, Glenn. Hip hip hip, sir. Hip 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 to you. I did say that, but the phones were broken. Yeah, the phones yeah, are broken. It doesn't matter. We, I, was, I was told they might be fixed. They're not, and that's absolutely fine. I'll I just send need an to. Email now. I need to um, just keep that in mind. What you got for us, Glenn? Well, a couple of things, if if I can. But first of all, a bit for breeze. Yes. Surely, every time you spray for breeze and you have somebody around, the, the smell of breeze you will always associate with. You've just been for number two. Well, no, but Febreze, <laughs> Febreze doesn't smell. Of, Febreze is meant to, I thought, negate smell. So you get an air freshener to make the room smell of lavender, mm. and you mm-hmm. get Febreze to make the room smell of zero. Well, but it doesn't. It smells of, like, fresh cotton or something, doesn't it? Well, I would love... What What does cotton smell of? Cotton doesn't have a smell. Well, when you've <laughs> washed it. I think that's the idea. We're in bad... We've got some bad news anyway. Mr Magoo says, your dog will smell if you have a Westie. I've got a Westie. They are a terrier. They always smell. Oh, oh flipping it. Well, that. why didn't they tell you that? That should be the first thing. When you Google um, p- cute dogs... These dogs stink. So when you Google cute dogs, right, and some pictures come up and you get a, a cockadoodle. Is that what it's called? Cockapoo. Cockapoo. I like the little cockapoo. Labradoodle. I, just, I couldn't get my dog that had the name, the word cock and poo in it. It was just too much. Um, uh, so, Can and, you and, see those things? Yes. No. Well, so a Westie came up, and it's like, yeah, that looks cute, right, we'll go and buy one. And then we Googled, where do we buy a Westie? And then this place came up, and we went and I gave them some money, and that was that. You would, you, you, they should, they, they should make people who buy dogs do a bit more research than that, I think, Glenn, to be honest, because mm-hmm. that's not fair on me. 
They should Absolutely. have made me do more research than looking at a picture of a dog online. That's what they should have done, and they didn't. Who's and they? The, the, the government. Oh. The yeah, government. I mean. The government. And um, now that we've got Theresa May in power, um, I suspect that will be the first law that she brings in, that people, idiots like me, will be made to do more than just Google cute dogs and click on the fourth picture that they see and then buy one. <laughs> Come on, I Teresa, see. you know you can do it. Here's the thing, Glenn, mm -hmm. and I genuinely don't know the answer to this question, okay? Because I've heard okay. both. I've heard both. What's the name of our new Prime Minister? Theresa May, surely. Is, is it is it Theresa May, or is or it, is it secret lizard person? I well, don't know. no, I, 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 yeah. Or is it Theresa May? Because I've heard, I've heard both. Yeah, they can't decide, can they? I have heard both. And here's the thing: I have never heard her say her name. This is the thing: she doesn't know. Ah, I've heard her say it because that's what they said. What is your selling point? She said, "I'm Theresa May." Well, but but I've heard her say Theresa May, oh, and this is the thing: tricky. she's doing that thing where she doesn't want to upset the um, electorate, so she's um, the illiterate. She's hedging her bets, mm. hedging it's her like bets. It's like the whole Farage Farage thing, isn't it? It now I know Farage. I don't know him. He's horrible, slimy old git. Um, yep. But it, it Farage rhymes with garage. Yeah, but I say garage, and some people say garage. No, it, but no, it, I've I've heard him say it. Farage rhymes with garage, so it's Nigel Farage. That is actually it would be ironic if he went for the more French pronunciation. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Nigel Farage. Um, what other names? Um, what other names are there? That we, um, struggle to... I did one today. Oh, yeah, go on. Is it Paddy Considine or Paddy Considine? Oh, blimey. Because I was listening to Adam Buxton talking to the fella that... Oh, gosh, his name's gone from the IT crowd. Oh, yeah. With the hair. Richard Ayoade. That fella. Yeah. And he said, well, he said Considine, but he's been, and he'd been working with him. I would say Considine. Yeah. Here's one I struggle with. Let me have a go. <coughs> no, I got it right. Tricky. Got it right that time, which mm. is um, impressive. Which is which is great news. Glenn. Exciting day in pot. No, it's not. It's boring. Boris Johnson, Glenn. I, I knew he'd come back. I didn't know he'd come yeah. back this quickly. I was surprised and slightly deflated. So that means, that means, and I know he'd come back, and I know that he'll, he'll run for the leader. The thing is, he'll, he will knife to, uh, Theresa May in the back at some point. But the disappointing mm -hmm. thing is, it means, um, we thought Gove had beaten Johnson, but Johnson's beaten Gove. Yeah, in a, in a long-term sense, yeah. Yeah, Johnson's beaten Gove. And, and, and since since you had Limmy on, a lot of my Scottish friends have started listening to it, and we're all thinking that this will also cause the breakup of the union, which is another. Bye, guys. Don't worry. We're going to build. Um, here's my uh, my tip for um, everybody in Newcastle and people in Scotland: start digging tunnels. Mm. It'll be like um, the um, the underground railway system in the abolition of slavery. Um, underground, underground tunnels is what you need to start digging, Glenn. 
So that when people come what in, it? right, they come, they come in and they go, Oi, oi, okay, Glenn, they'd <laughs> like to go down south. And that'll be the code. And you'll take them into the kitchen and you'll lift up the mat and you'll have installed a big heavy oak trap door with a big brass ring. And you'll lift it up and they'll go down there with a little lantern that's um, a gaslit lantern and they will uh, then walk all the way to Newcastle. I, I think the traffic's going to be all one way. I think it'll be all everyone going to Scotland. Well, yeah, it, might be, it does mean, yes, in the middle of the night, Glenn, you'll get here little taps in the kitchen <laughs> and it'll be a load of Geordie fellow. Why are you, man? Which way to Glasgow? <laughs> So, <laughs> but uh, it's very noble of you to do that, Glenn. Congratulations. Appreciate it. No worries, no worries. Thank you, Glenn. Can I ask you something? Yes. Uh, just a quick one. I first started listening to you when you did the Lost podcast oh, many, many years ago. Many years ago, yes. Um, I just want to ask, first of all, what do you I think hated the ending. Show? If that's what yeah, you're going to ask, I hated the ending. Yes, it was rubbish. And then um, the two fellas that you did the podcast with on Channel 4 and then on, on Sky. Yes. What do they do nowadays? Geeky Tom, um... Do you know, we speak to each other on... Uh, me and Tom, for those who don't know, it was, a, it was a podcast about Lost and we did like t- a little few programmes and stuff like that and I got to do it with these two wonderful people, one called Geeky Tom. He, last I heard, he works in um, the games industry, uh, okay. video games, and Paul Terry... Um, Paul Terry, blimey. He's up sticks and he, he moved to Los Angeles to write books. He actually okay. did it. He went to LA to write books. Flipping heck, and he's Not doing all right. Pleasure, Ian. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you very much indeed. I'll get them on. I'll get them on one night. I'll um, let me send it. I'll send out a bat signal during the uh, the next advert on Twitter, and um, we'll get both of those um, on at one point. Yes, Alan. Hip 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 hip. I'm in the revelation about hundred prime minister. There were too many R's and W's in there. Say, it's, get closer to the phone and say it nice and slowly. I've heard a new revelation about our prime minister. Are you on speaker? No, I'm on my headset. Oh. Why? What are you doing with your hands? Because I'm on number two. Oh. Are you really doing a poo again? Yeah. Come back later. No, I'm not. I don't... I don't... That is actually sexual abuse. I feel violated. That is abuse. Mm. That is like um, having a boss who... um, You're right. Imagine you're my secretary and you come in, Mm. um, but what you didn't know was that my big leather chair is actually a commode and I'm sat there... (laughs) I'm sat there... Have you ever been on a commode? No, why would I? Well, once, well, well, the, the, the hotel we stayed in um, on our wedding night. Gosh, romantic. Well, it, Had a it commode. Was, uh, what were they expecting uh, you to do? It was, a, it was a converted commode. So it was a commode. It was like, because it was like an old, like, I don't know, Elizabethan thing, right, from the 1600s, <laughs> right? But that's, but it was over, it, the lavvy was made out of a commode. So it was proper, like a long drop. It was a, no, it was a proper flushing lavvy and stuff, but it was, it was fashioned from a commode wow it really it really does um let's see if uh, alan's finished have you finished alan yeah i'm finished wash your hands you, you haven't have you no he's, no, he's not. not we'll come back to him later i don't well, my first flat was owned by a, a a woman who had a disabled husband yeah who died and that's why she wanted to sell the flat. Mm, i'm suspicious anyway so my first flat my bachelorette pad yes had a toilet on a kind of th- with a throne kind of basis on a big step yeah <laughs> With banisters. I used to feel very grand sometimes, you know, taking the... Yeah, <laughs> taking the plunge. <laughs> taking the plunge. Taking I'd the be, plunge. I'd be the mistress of all I surveyed in that bathroom. <laughs> it's... The thing about going to the, the bathroom, it's... They don't call it um, a toilet in America. 
was I watching? And someone said toilet, and they, uh, it was an American thing, and someone said toilet. And I thought, you don't say toilet in America. They say bathroom. They say the, the bathroom. Yeah. They don't say the loo, do they? No, 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 they don't say the loo. They, they consider it vulgar to say the the. The only time I went, well, the, I went to the um, restaurant on the top of the world, mm-hmm. I think it was called, in the Twin Towers. Yeah. And uh, I booked it, right? But they didn't say you had to dress smart. So me and my girlfriend rocked up, right? And they said, he got... Uh, I had a jumper on. I remember I had a jumper with a really thick roll neck on. And I had trainers, and they said, you got to wear shoes. So mm-hmm. I had to go and find a shoe store and buy shoes. And then we went up, and they looked at me, and I went, and it, you got to wear a jacket. So they gave me one of the jackets to wear, suit jacket. And it was obviously, it was to, to blazer. It was too small. It's like green, and it had like a badge on the The thing. jacket of shame. Yeah, it was. And everyone there, of course, I didn't realise, everyone there is wearing... Um, you know suits and ties mm-hmm. and stuff and and so and there were people there i remember the table next to us they ordered a dessert and it had it had real gold in it they wow. were they were eating they must have been kings they were eating gold i thought this is disgusting anyway i went to the um the the toilet the restroom I, I went well i went to the toilet and i and it, i went in right and it it was amazing it was mirrors everywhere right it was mirror the everywhere was mirrors and I went in and I went, oh, bloody hell, that's amazing. Then I saw there were two people next to me that, that were in there already. And I went, really impressive toilet you've got here, nice one. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. I didn't know what else to say, how to deal with the situation. American toilets, right? Yeah. Why do they have the cubicle door so high up, right? You can see up to people's sh- mid-shin well, level. They do that in England now in gentlemen's toilets to stop cottaging. Oh! Yeah, 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 to stop um, sexual shenanigans going on. They used to, back in the day, the, the toilets, um, the, the, the men's toilets were very strange. A lot of strange things that would happen in them. And the doors would, would kind of be very low, but there would also be a gap of about, I don't know, what's that, ten in, uh, foot, uh-huh. um, between different cubicles and all kinds of things yeah i know about that could uh, could go on so now they have the they've sawn the top of the doors off and sawn the bottom of the doors off and put uh, dividers between there which i think is a shame what about if you run out of blue roll and you've got to pass it across well th- this is we, i think one if i could pass on any lesson to you dear listener <laughs> is always 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 check that there is loo roll there before you release i told you <laughs> I told you about when I was in Costa, and there was <laughs> I went and there was no loo roll, so no. there's no roll. So, uh, I had to use a hanky. Your own? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, and I was Excuse thinking. Excuse me, sir. May I borrow your hanky? May I borrow your hanky? <laughs> let's try and keep it above the waist yeah, for the let's, rest of the show. Alan, you, you've, you've, you've dragged us down into a horrible thing. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. We are get up. Just um, so we've been on a, a guest, but Tom, Rocky, and Alan, stay there. We've been on a guest booking jag, and we've been me- emailing. All kinds of people. The the um, the attainable, and let's be honest, um, Richard Carpenter is probably going to say no. But you never know. You never know. So we ju- we've just spent the, the hour before the show just going, right, who can we ask? Oh, let's ask Richard Carpenter. Let's ask Neil in this. Let's ask Dave Davison. Dave has got back, you know. So we, 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 we sing who, who we can get on the show. I've just emailed my um, my friend in New York, this um, young woman, who uh, Amanda Nazario, who does this program on WFMU. Right, which is she does it on like a sort of little, I think a digital sister station, right? And uh, it is the best. Her show is the best music show I have ever heard in my life. 
partly because she plays like a lot of really good 60s music that I like, but also because it's a lot of really good 60s music that I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. And the number of bands she's got me into, and she'll play a lot of it on vinyl, and she'll go, I've just I've just been to the record store today, and I bought this, and it'll be like this really scratched, battered, crackly old record, and you're like flipping, and it's brilliant. She'll also play a load of stuff that I hate, but what's Brit- I'm not listening for a while actually because I've, I've, I've this uh, change in uh, lifestyle has not made it possible. But what's brilliant is she will um, she might play like two songs that I absolutely hate, but then I know I'll like the third one, yeah. and it's brilliant. And it was I, I got really into her when I was at Three Counties, and it made me braver in the songs that I chose to play. You know, thinking well, if I like it, then other people might like it. So we would kind of just put stuff out there. She's going to come on Monday or Tuesday, I think. We just oh, brilliant! I would love to. Speak yeah, to she's uh, she's brilliant. She's been really helpful as well. She w- went and recorded this show that Mickey Dolan's and Peter Newman were doing for me, and um, she's she's brilliant. She's such a nice woman, and her show is genuinely. She should be. I've, I've, now I've got DAB in the car. I've dipped into six music, and I just can't get it. I'm going to keep dipping into it, right? Because I know a lot of people I, I, I respect really rave about it, but I, I don't get it. But she should be on there. Mm. This is my ambition: is to get her a gig on six music. It won't ever happen, Amanda, if you're listening. But we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep on uh, plodding away. My husband listens to six music, and it's not, and it drives me nuts because if he ever borrows my car or he's been in the kitchen and changed the uh, radio, it's always six music. Yeah. And I'll turn it on. I think, oh, I could tell what this is straight away because it'd be something weird. But you can get sucked into things yeah. like, um, and Sean Keaveney's really funny. Shawnee Diamond, I so used, used to be my. Have you ever uh, heard the Keris Matthews show? No. Because she'll go, all right, now we're going to play something oh. from, um, and she'll play something really random, yeah, which just sounds like Pinocchio yeah. having a fight in a dustbin, yeah. And it goes on for six minutes, and I go, yeah, sensual grooves there from, uh, yeah, and and she's good. That's a good voice, you'd say. Well, I listen to her a lot. I can do Keris Matthews' voice. Well, I'm Keris Matthews, and, uh, well, I'm Keris Matthews, and, uh, no, she's a bit, uh, say, a bit more in the back of the throat. No, this I'm one's Ke- from the favelas of, uh, Rio yeah. de Janeiro. I was there with some friends two years ago. Oh, I've gone into Irish. No, you've gone into, now you've gone into, um, the lady from the cardigans. You've gone Swedish. Oh, gosh. Let's bring, uh, Rocky yeah. into the conversation. Good evening, Rocky. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Rocky. By the way, and you were made, uh, Howard Marks and, uh, What's your face? Matthews. What? With your Welsh accent there. What? Say that again. I'm, what, say that. What did you say? Was it, is it Keris Matthews? Keris, Keris Matthews, yes, from um, right. um, well, uh, the... Uh, impression of, your impression of Keris Matthews sounded more like uh, Howard Marks. Mm. I've met both of them, so it, it's Mr. possible. Nice. I interviewed uh, um, Howard Marks. left us this year, eh? Yeah, he did. I, I interviewed... Um, he, he came on Rise, and um, which was the breakfast show we did on Channel 4 years and years ago. And uh, well. we... Uh, I was the viewer. I was, I was <laughs> still smoking a little bit now and then. I went out to have a little cheeky little roll-up, and he's there, uh, half past five in the morning, massive spliff on the go outside Whiteley Shopping Centre. Get on. Get on there. That, um... right, listen, I'll tell you why I'm phoning me, right? And there's a wee bit of, there's a wee bit of backstory to this, right? As okay. I've told you before, our paths took different, went different ways. Never heard you for years. Found you again, right? So I'm listening, and, and by the way, I have to say I'm a perfectly happily married man, right? Okay. So I'm listening to you, and then this, this lassie comes on, this voice, and I'm like, oh my God, who's that? Yeah come down to be cast, right? Oh. I wanted to say, I wanted to, to phone up and say, by the way, her voice is absolutely beautiful, but... <laughs> by the way, you, if you want to know what Kath... Kath hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on, Rocky, hang on, Rocky, if you want to know what Kath looks like, if you go to, to Periscope, oh, she looks check, tiny. <laughs> she looks tiny, look at her. Worry, She's wee. But I'll tell you what happened. To somebody, it was, uh, uh, was it Luke that used to draw the portraits? Oh, yeah, oh, Luke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Would well, you remember the night that he, um... 
he sent you a picture of himself. Right? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, and you started you started giving him a tight, saying, "Oh, aye, this is uh, you've got a wee thing for cats, blah blah blah." <laughs> yeah, you made the guy to be a creep, and I thought, right, I'm no phoning now. No. I'm no, I'm no mentioning Jack's voice now. No, um, <laughs> but you but have for clear, aye, but tonight when she was talking about she was the trucker's sweetheart, she's no longer the trucker's sweetheart. If I can politely request Kath to become the Edinburgh cabbie sweetheart, <laughs> I'll do it. Gosh. Right that, wow, I was would in Edinburgh you, last weekend as well. If would would you um it's right, supposing <laughs> Kath's in the back of your cab, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And she, you, she, you take her from, oh, I, I can't remember, you take, I can't remember anywhere in Edinburgh, so That's long since I've been there, but I'll be up there in, you know, I'm coming up in August for a couple of nights. Aye, aye, good, good. If you well, take her from Socky Hall Street, <laughs> to, Glasgow. In, from Glasgow, yeah, right. to, uh-huh. um, the castle in Edinburgh. <laughs> right. right, excellent. And then she goes, oh, Rocky, right? I'm sorry, I've, oh, I've, I've, I've left my wallet. Whoa. At home. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you you turn round and you said, "Aye, lass, didn't he worry? There's we got. Uh, I you can give we me. Have ways, uh, we have ways. We have ways. <laughs> we have ways of of money not being important around here. Aye, aye. Is, aye. That, is, that, is that Scotsman that sort of spent some time in Yorkshire? Hey, <laughs> can Hey, lady, why didn't you just come and sit oh. in the front with me and we'll behave yourself? I'm a consummate professional. I will <laughs> r- write you a receipt with my willy. Wow. Gath, <laughs> that was him. That was not me. That well, no you're a sick man, Rocky. A sick man. I feel like you were silently complicit. Abusing <laughs> his position. The biggest cartoon comic strip in Scotland is Ur Willy. Yeah, the Bruins. The Bruins! The Bruins! I saw that when I was in Edinburgh. They got all these cookbooks, Ma Bruins books. Yep. Ma Bruins books! Cookbook! Cookbook! <laughs> um, yes, Tom! Pip Pip! Pip Pip! How are we? Well, we're disappointed, t- uh, Tom, that you don't know the correct. Hip Pip! What are you saying? Pip Pip! I said Hip Pip! Okay, well, you still don't know the correct greeting. Try again. <laughs> hip hip hip! Hip hip hip! You dropped you a go. hip! Never <laughs> drop a hip! I left it over there, I've gone to get it. Alright, well, thank now. you very much indeed. Um, you mentioned about Teresa and Teresa earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wanted to I wanted to open a, a debate regarding names, because I used to live in Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. Yeah. Or as a lot of people who pretend they know the place call it Shrewsbury. Yeah. Yes. Which is a night, and then the other one uh, was you mentioned Newcastle earlier. Yes, I've just moved up here, and I was calling it Newcastle, yeah. and I got told off for it. It's, it's n- not Newcastle. It's Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. I got such grief for it. I'm, I'm pronouncing lots of other places wrong, but that was the big one that came up. But it was it, when you mentioned Teresa Teresa, it reminded me of the Shrewsbury Shrewsbury thing, and again, it was more people. It was an older sect of people who lived in Shrewsbury who hadn't lived in Shrewsbury all their life, but liked to call it Shrewsbury because it sounded posher. Mm. Um, and why don't we? There's a br- again. There's a brilliant Limmy sketch, as there always is about this, where um, he highlights how newsreaders will say there was a bomb today in um, Uzbekistan, and they'll do the accent. Of the place, but they don't go. There was a uh, a serious car accident in Glasgow today. You know they don't. <laughs> they, they don't do that, do they? No. Or Madrid. 
It, yeah, it's it's a weird. I wonder if we can uh, uh, let me find it because uh, I, I want to play a bit of it because it's very very funny. It's funny, but it might have swears in. But we've got a dump. We've got a dump facility. Don't know if that'll work because the blooming phones don't. Let's have a YouTube. But yeah, there, there you've got to um, so you, you've got to say Newcastle. Have you Newcastle? Newcastle, yes. And they 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 insist on Newcastle. Minute, let me just see. I'm typing this week because it's a Newcastle. Not a Newcastle. It's a Newcastle. Yeah, all right, here we go. Let me try this. This might have swears in, so I'll dump it if it does. It's, I think we're all right with this one, actually. This is, um... Here we go. American forces in Afghanistan have came under some of the most intense fire since the beginning of their campaign in a town only five miles from Kabul. <coughs> Did you hear what I said there? I said, Kabul. Kabul. Not Kabul, like we would say over here, but... Kabul, like they would say over there. Impressive, isn't it? Of course, you wouldn't hear me say this. The Netherlands will tonight go to the ballot box in a crucial vote that could spell the end of the notorious red light districts of Amsterdam. (laughs) (laughs) Or the President of America will later today attend a memorial service at the site of the World Trade Center attacks in New York. (laughs) Or... A fire has broke out on a North Sea oil rig just off the coast of Shetland. The Shetland <laughs> Islands up there in Shetland. No, that would be silly, wouldn't it? I only do it for places like Kabul. Brilliant, isn't it? Isn't that beautiful? I, I, think, I think news would be better for doing that. To be perfectly honest, it's from a thousand accents, it'd be a wonderful world. <laughs> That's such a good sketch. Oh, Tom, I'm I'm loath to um end this call because when i end this call it means we're we're one step closer to going back to alan caddick oh no i've listened to you for ages and like alan is you must be been tired. pretty much part of it forever i'm sorry to hear <laughs> that yes i know anything else tom before i cut you off just that i love you chanty both ta-ta oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand feel i feel it's important to stress uh, mm. for those who i can always mention it too late um, the uh, podcast I noticed yesterday had slipped down to number 50 in the iTunes what? show. This is unprecedented. These are, these are dark, dark days uh, for everybody here involved on the uh, Ian Lee show, or late nights with Ian Lee, as they would, they would have you have it. Um, so we have, to, we have to reverse this trend. So, first of all, go to iTunes, type in Ian Lee, talk radio, and download and subscribe to the podcast. To make it even more delicious for you, I know some of you weren't subscribing to it because you had listened to the first hour, and a lot of it was cold from the first hour and a half of the show. That is, we're trying something a little bit different and basically the podcast is the pretty much the last hour of the show yeah um so and i know some of you couldn't li- listen to the last hour of the show because it's very very late and you're lightweight and you can't handle it you've got and jobs you've got jobs and stuff like that so um if you were if you weren't getting the podcast because you kind of thought oh it's this, this stuff from the first hour hour and a half i've heard that it's from the last hour so um i thoroughly recommend it yes you can get it from uh itunes uh type in ian lee i-a-i-n-l-e talk it pops up beautiful dig it and all of your other podcast providers i know some of you hate the itunes um good for you uh i i, I don't know podcatcher i believe is is something that you can use i don't really a know Podbean. a Podbean. Uh, i don't know if it's on Podbean actually oh but basically anywhere you would normally get your um high quality podcasts if you type in ian lee it will come up and you can find it there and let's get me out of the top 50 guys because there are some people that are doing better than us who aren't as good yeah that's a source of irritation bang out of order um speaking of that alan exactly what have you got for us boss i hear my new prime minister is a porn star 
Continuez-vous, s'il vous plaît. You know Theresa May? Yeah. She's doubled in porn. No. Do you... Yeah. No, she hasn't. Yes, she has. No, she hasn't. There's an actual porn star called Theresa May. Yes, exactly. So let's put the actual porn star called Theresa May to one side, and let's talk about the Prime... You mentioned that the Prime Minister, Theresa May, had doubled in pornography. No, I'm, I'm thinking of a name take. Right, okay, so let's just to clarify, and I don't want to re- uh, repeat the, um, the, uh, the... Serious the, allegation. The internet is almost melting after um, I, I uh, destroyed Russ. Um, I don't want to destroy you, but I'm hoping you'll, you'll be hoisted by your own petard. Um, so when you said Theresa May has doubted the Prime Minister has dabbled in porn, what you no, actually what you actually me- what you actually meant was Theresa May, the Prime Minister, hasn't dabbled in porn. That's what you meant, I was wasn't it? About her namesake. Okay, but you said our new Prime you, Minister, the new Prime Minister. Exactly. If you hadn't, I was trying to be too funny. Say that again, Alan. I was trying to be funny. Right, and how do you think that went? Like a lead balloon. Thank you very much indeed, Alan. Anything else? I'm surprised that Boris Johnson's got a job in government. Well, I'm not. I knew it would happen. I didn't know it would happen this quickly. I, well, I kind of thought... I, I'm surprised he's got such a big job in government. Like, one where he could really... Dealing with the fuzzy wuzzies! <laughs> Hello! Dealing with the fuzzy wuzzies! They don't like it up them! Yeah, exactly. You know, let's... I mean, let how many um, racial faux pas... Has he made in the last six months for crying out loud? What did he say about uh, Barack Obama being part Kenyan? Oh, so he'd have a, he's, of course he's got a problem. Of course he's got a problem with Britain. He's part Kenyan. He dropped himself in it with Liverpool, for God's sake. Here's the interesting thing. He won't be dealing with Europe. He won't be dealing with Brexit. There will be a specific Brexit uh, minister. That's David Davis' job. You, Dave, Dave Davis from the Kinks will be the Brexit minister, and he won't be reporting to Boris. He'll uh, to Boris Johnson. I, I hate this. This uh, we all call him Boris. Like so he's our all, mate. Yeah, so he's all cuddly and friendly. No, I'm, I'm, uh, my good friend Paul Scoynes made me aware of this when he was the mayor of London. I would do my is to refer to him as Boris Johnson, the Mayor of London. And uh, so I'm going to call him Boris Johnson, the Foreign Secretary. Because if we call him Boris... Oh, it's only Boris. Ah, hello, Fuzzy Wuzzies! They don't like it up them! They don't like it up them! Um, so the Dave Davis from the Kinks, who is the Brexit uh, Minister, will not be re- reporting to Boris Johnson, the Foreign Secretary. Uh, he will be reporting to Theresa May, the porn... St- the Prime, Prime Minister. Minister. But that means Johnson beat Gove. Just when you thought, right, just when you thought that um, Johnson had knocked his king over in the political game of chess, he went to knock it over, but before it landed on the chessboard, he caught it and did a quick move over Gove and went, Checkmate! (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the eyes from Michael. Well, and one in the ghoulies. back Back to porn stars, Alan. No, 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 Matt said. I wonder if Michael Gove would succeed in the pornography industry. See, Michael Gove. There, um, there are spoofs of, there are uh, adult spoofs of pretty much everything. I saw an adult spoof of The Office once. And what was it called? Oh, it was called, I don't know having it off in the office. Uh, the, the, having, having, it office, it office. having it office. Something like that. 
And I, my, one of my friends was in the office, so to Is he in that one as well? Well, no, there was a bloke who looked like him, though. <laughs> That's a bit Mackenzie weird. Cook? Yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> it, it, it certainly, um, ruined my evening. I once saw one that was a spoof of Alien. Um, what did you call, Car? I can't remember. But I remember the tagline was, in space, no one can hear you. <laughs> can make up the last word here's the i'm gonna say something and it's rude okay but it's not rude so bear with me trust me i know what i'm doing um um i'm hang on a second i need to think um be careful no um okay okay here we go the word come mm. c-u-m come as in i went to a record fair it was a beatles come 60s record fair yeah right why are they using that word? Don't they? It, it means it, it means like it was something and something, right? It's kind of. Yeah. Why are they using that word know. spelt that way? They know what that means. Did they do it first? Well, they might know the the rude version, and I can't even say the word when I mean the rude version came first, <laughs> um, and then someone for a lot. What are you doing? What are you doing, Alan? This isn't a sex line. No, no. I was meant talking about white liquid. Oh. Thank you very much indeed. Milk, of course. So, uh, this is a genuine thing, and I was thinking about this the other day. So, I'm not, uh, Noah and, and, and Gary and Jonathan, two of those people are the same person. Stay there, I will come to you. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I was, and this isn't me being, you know, crass and gr- This popped into my head the other day, because I saw the word, and you get it, don't you get it for towns, names yeah, as well? Yeah, Cholton Comardi. Sorry? Cholton Comardi. Well, that sounds like, well, I- <laughs> No, it does, actually. It's real. Real life, real London, proper busy. But <laughs> but why do they use that word spelt that way? Because you look at it and you go, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Come, yeah. Why? It must be old. Well, that's my problem. Very old. <clears throat> um, Gary. Try again. Um, Gary! Yes, hello. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Gary. That was a, a, a lacklustre entrance there. Yeah, hip, 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 fan of Candyman. How are you? Have you come to me now, have you? Sorry? Have you come to me now? Yes, I've come to you, yes. Good man. I've got several subjects to talk to you about. Go. I'll be quick, though, because I know this time. Time is not on my side. Uh, big fan ever since uh, Three Counties, thank you. I moved out to one of the Three Counties. I'm only ever a podcast listener. This is yeah. the first time I've ever listened to you live. Do you, are you a police officer, or do you work for the, the council or something? Why do you say that? You're ruthlessly efficient in the way you speak. I'm being uh, very uh, careful with my words and making sure I say clipped and clever and everyone can hear me. Yeah. Are you, a te- are you a te- are you, you're, no, you're not a teacher. You're a something, aren't you? <laughs> I am a something, aren't we all a something? Are you a copper? You're not a copper. Um, military, military training. Well, that's not what I rang up about. He's I'm a copper. He's a copper. He is? <laughs> I think it's to get through. Can I just yeah. say, can I just say thank you for all the hard work you do as a copper? Thank you very much. I know he was, yeah! Was. Totally got him. Columbo. Hello to Kath as well. Yeah, hello. Not you, my wife. She's called Kath. Hello. Oh. Thank you. And hello to you, Kath, as well. So oh, both yeah. Kath. Yeah. I'm a Kath lover. Um, I'm a cat man! <laughs> anyway, n- n- none of that's what I want to ring up about. Um, Sorry, but, officer. <laughs> I never said I was a police officer. Um, I never said right. There we go! Cass, as a trucker's favourite, I thought that was Sally Traffic used to be on Radio 2. She's old news. Well, you 
tell her that. Um, <laughs> the other thing I want to uh, mention, I heard you mention Richard Carpenter. Yeah. Um, That's old news. Got there in the end. <laughs> well, no, listen. Oh. Uh, I'll do a bit of a link to him, kind of. Oh, yeah. Uh, my uncle, uh, who's got the same surname as me, uh, he compiled the ABBA Gold album. What's that got to do with the Carpenters? Because he also reached out to Richard Carpenter for the Carpenters Gold album. Ooh. He reached out to him. Now, this is and a... Said, this is... On, listen, my uncle's passed away now, so I don't want to mention his name, but he did lots of great work. Oh, okay. And, um, he spoke to Richard Carpenter, this is a story he told me, and said, um, we want to make a Carpenter's Gold album as big as the other Gold album was. And Richard Carpenter said, yeah, okay, but you've got to have a picture of us on the front of it. And my uncle said no, because he's a marketing guy. So what, what was good was the ABBA album, was it was, um, I think the original album was all black, with ABBA gold written on the front of it. Yeah. And he said no, we wanted to market it the same as we did ABBA gold, because that was the whole point, you know, you'll, you'll be riding those waves. Yeah. And he fought him and fought him, and Richard Carpenter was insistent on having the photograph on the front. But my uncle refused. The album went out with gold, and Carpenter's gold written in black on the front, was a million seller. Well, but we if it, it had the picture on, it might have been a two million seller. Who knows? Is your uh, uncle called Chris Griffin? No. Is he? No. Is he called George McManus? Might be. <laughs> hey! I know my music, Gary. He, he, he was. I mean, he's, he's passed away, and um, you know, I'm just. Oh, good for him. Well, good well. for him. Did, did, did he, in his documents that he left when he passed, he didn't leave Richard Carpenter's phone number anywhere, did he? <coughs> he well, I, I remember being around his house and people would call up. And uh, when, when I was a lot younger, it would go away. It was before my, my, my mobile phones, of course. Yeah. And Jean-Michel Jarre had called up from the airport wanting a lift and things like that. <laughs> oh, mate, that's brilliant! <laughs> that's absolutely... Did he give? Did he go and pick up Jean? No, he had a laser bike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, that, that, that wasn't my phone up either. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> well, that, if that's, that just a bi- that's just a by point. That's a great one. Continue, officer. Well, I'm not a police officer. And um, <clears throat> I was going to ring up about, um, I was never, Silly. I was never really ever interested in football. No. Um, but um, people down the corridor from me, a uh, building I worked in, central London, big building that's going to close down soon, um, they were doing... Uh, uh, the Euro, the Euro Millions lottery yeah. every week, and we were losing tons of money. You're not trying to make a couple of quid a week, and I said, yeah. "Why don't do that? Why don't we just pick a football team every week? Six of us will pick a team and do an accumulator. So it's a six-game yeah. accumulator, and we we kept winning, and not not much. That's two or three hundred pound split between us every week. Yeah. But that stoked our interest two or three years ago into football. Yeah, we got about fifteen seconds, Gary. And then my family are convinced I'm a football nut. It's all because of that. Oh, really? So they think you're a football you're a football obsessed just because you you went and there is a cynical way to make a few quids. <laughs> yeah, and Ga- I keep playing keep playing Abba, Abba and uh, Carpenter's records. <laughs> Gary, that was an excellent call, mate. I'm glad you got in touch after all this time. Thank you very much. Talk Radio. Speaking of guests, thank you. That was a brilliant call, by the way. Speaking of guests, we've got one of the Shags coming on next week. I know. Uh, you don't know who the Shags are? Oh, man. When we come back, I'll play you as much of a Shag song as we can stand. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Yep, they're coming on next week. Beautiful. My Pal Foot Foot by the Shags. The Shags, we've got one of the Shags. Dot is coming on next week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be asking her about My Pal Foot Foot. The, the comments underneath, this is from YouTube. That drummer sounds like she's building a shed. <laughs> and Jeffrey has posted, man, that drumming. I swear, some of those fills are illegal. <laughs> She needs to look out for the polyrhythm police. Why won't you answer me, foot foot? Yeah, so well, can't hear be... anything anymore. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's um, that. There, that we've got um, <laughs> uh, Dot from the Shags is coming on next week. Imagine if imagine. One day we get Dot, the next day we get Richard Carpenter. I mean, it is from one to t'other. Gary, you're back! What happened? Oh, no, it's, hang on, it says Chris now. The phone system's gone funny. Is this Chris? Oh, hello. Hello, who's this? It's Chris. It says, it says Gary on my screen, and then when I touched you, it said Chris. Something is wrong. What you got for us, Chris? Um, well, uh, um, oh, God, right, I wasn't ready, I thought... I <laughs> oh, do you, do you want me to go, well, do you, I thought it was Gary that was coming back, do you want me to go to someone and come back to you? Yeah, go on, mate. All right, fair play, fair play. Play yeah. some thinking time. Uh, let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening. Evening, Hi. Jonathan. Have you ever felt like you're living in a six-part BBC One adaptation of a Ben Elton novel? <laughs> um, go on. Because I, I do, I mean, I just look at the world around me and it's absolutely crazy. Yes. It's completely, I mean, I'm Too not, many blacks and homosexuals I'll, I'll, for women, you. Women, yeah. women running the country. No, no, I wouldn't be surprised to wake up tomorrow and find out that Jerry Adams is the new Doctor Who. It is that crazy, this uh, third rock from the sun at the moment. Yeah. Absolutely. It just beggars belief. What, what in particular, uh, uh, Jonathan, has, has uh, got you all a giddy? mine mentioned on one of his podcasts last week about the new star trek film oh yeah oh, coming out yeah there's a gay sulu is that it it's not so much the gay sulu it's yeah. just in star trek generations it was established that sulu had a daughter yeah yeah oscar wilder kids oh hang on no 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 because i can yeah, i can yeah, deal with on, this hang Go. on a minute and I'm, and I'm just thinking the only way to rationalise that with the character development of Sulu yep. is if it turns out he's bisexual. Right. Because if he isn't, and you have to jump through all these convoluted hoops to think Sulu is gay and has a daughter, it doesn't speak well of the, the, the future uh, uh, in Star Trek because it's meant to be utopian where everyone is open and accepting about who they are identity yes. and yes. you know people yes. don't have to live a double life yeah well can i can i can i tell you because i've actually bizarrely i was reading about this today yeah it's an alternate timeline i understand it's an alternate but, 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 it's, but, it's, but, but it's not it's not the sulu that you know it's a different sulu he's even yeah. born three years later but th there oh. has to be some sort of logical consistency. Well, no, I there mean, doesn't. It's a different. It, it, it's a different. It's not the same Sulu. It's a different I, I Sulu. I that it's an alternate reality and that. Yeah. But there has to be some 
some sort of underlying... It has to be grounded in reality, yes. The, the Star Trek has to be... Star Trek, uh, talking about alternate realities and uh, alternate timelines, has to be grounded in reality. Is that what you're saying? The character development has to be... Does I he mean, have children he in the alternate timeline? I, I haven't seen the... Right, well, it's uh, a different... Well, well, in, in the, in the but, original timeline, he had a daughter... Yeah, but it's a, different, it's a different Sulu in a different timeline. I get, I get that. But, but we don't know if he's got children in the... First of all, gay people have children sometimes. And secondly, yeah. we don't know if he's got children in the alternate timeline. It's, it's, it's just that it's so illogical because it, it messes right, with an established tam- template of a character that's been around 50 years. And if you want a gay character in Star Trek, fine. Create a new character. Don't mess around with established but, ones. But, but it's, it's a different... It's a different... No, 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 Jonathan, you're, 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 you're completely, completely wrong on this. They're not... Well, in many ways, they are literally rewriting history, but it's not Sulu. It's not George Takai. It's not the Sulu that you've seen in the other Star Trek films. It's a different Sulu. So, it it can work. In, in theory, it can, but you're through so many logical or illogical... It's an alternate uh, timeline! How many... Di- I mean, that's a massive leap anyway! I just feel they only change the character's sexual orientation for shock value and to but nobody's no but nobody's well well that's two different things nobody's shocked anymore by a gay man and this is set what year is it set in it's set in like five thousand uh, five hundred years in the future where like everybody that people like you will be the the freaks because there won't be homophobia and bigotry and racial hatred and this uh, this 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 is problem though whenever you speak logical uh point you, uh, you get these people the cultural marxists or socialist <laughs> warriors who go around shaking their fists pointing sexist racist but we know but racist. no but but jonathan i'm only doing that it's right no jonathan just, jonathan jonathan i'm only i'm only doing that because you are a massive racist sexist homophobe and how do i know that I've read your timeline. <laughs> are, are, are they pressing I, charges? I'm a misanthrope. I'm a, I'm a misanthrope. You and keep saying about... that. You're not. You're a racist and a, a homophobe mis- and a, a sexist. Mis- this isn't about me. This is about No, it is. It is. It is. It is. Childhood. Jonathan, it is because you've just picked me up for calling you a homophobe and a racist and you, you said, oh, people, everyone throws that back. But you are. I am correct in that. It's not correct. Well, I've read I'm your timeline. I... You're, you're anti-Semitic, you're homophobic, oh, you're I'm racist. anti-Semitic now. That's a new one. I've, uh, I've read that's... your timeline on Twitter. <laughs> it is poison. You, you've read it, but you don't understand it. This isn't about me. But no, but it is. Ah, but Jonathan, that's the, world that's the point. So that's... That's, much lack of imagination in people today that they can't even come up with the an point. original it character. It is. It is about you. About with an I wish I had a fader. It is about you because you. I, I said that in the future there won't be homophobes and racists, and you said, well, everyone throws that around. That's a lazy argument. Uh, what I've said isn't homo. No, what you said isn't homophobic, but you are a homophobe. No, I'm a misanthrope. 
I have a misanthrope. You, you can I, constantly, I, you I can constantly say that. Discriminating. Right. Are, are they, before I go any further, are they pressing charges? What? No, not at the moment, no. No, okay, not at the moment. But the police have spoken to you about the abuse that you send on Twitter. Well, it's a free country. Well, no, but it's not free country. It's it. not they a free country. It. It's Well, they do if you send it directly to them or if you... It's a public forum. So, yeah, Twitter is a public forum. And, and it, it, it is a free country, but inciting racial hatred and homophobia is... I'm not inciting hatred. Well, but, you, you, but you do, Jonathan, Jonathan. Western civilization. Jonathan, Jonathan, I've, I've, um, I've, I've read your timeline. Y- y- what you, what you tweet is poison. For lefties, maybe, but not, not for the vast majority. And to black people, and to gay people, and to women. You've made it about me. I wanted to make it about... How lacking in originality the people in Hollywood well, are. No, no, and I'm, no, all I'm saying is social agenda. No, what I'm uh, saying, no, but but, but but Jonathan, you're ignoring. Um, can you put calls on line seven instead of eight because they keep coming up with Gary? It, but you're ignoring. I've, I've explained it. It's explainable within the world of Star Trek. It's explainable. It's an alternate timeline. It's not the same Sulu. It's a different Sulu. It's a completely different person. Uh, the, than the sooner that we've grown up with. So, I've explained it, and yet you won't accept that. I won't accept it because it's a clearly a, a device by Hollywood to push a social agenda, and if they really wanted a, a gay character, just create a new one. It's, you've, you've, you've retweeted something. I think it's a picture of Angela Merkel with the caption, I must get more Muslim murderers, rapists, and terrorists... Into Again, Europe before someone stops me. You've lost. You've made. You've, I was talking about the feminist. Hollywood here's another one. You've here's, here's another you one. Turned it into a personal uh, uh, slanging match. Here's oh. another one. You've retweeted <laughs> the feminist answer to Muslim rape gangs. We must respect their culture. Well, that's what feminists say. But what does that have to do with the new Star Trek film? Because no, because if you, you, you if you go back to what we were saying, I said in the future there won't be homophobes and racists because there won't be because people will. You were will... trying to make a point. No, no, no. Anyone Jonathan. that disagrees with no. Zulu being gay no. or Ghostbusters being women that they're somehow no, no. homophobic no. or bigoted, misogynist, no. whatever. But and you, it's not no. that. It's no, no, not no, that. no, no, Jonathan. It's but Jonathan, here's the point. Here's the point. Here's the point. Here's the point. I wasn't saying that everyone that disagreed with Sulu was a homophobe, right? I wasn't saying that. But, by coincidence, I happen to know that you're a homophobe. I'm a misanthrope. Oh, stop saying that. Utter bollocks, right? No, you are, it's you are true. a homophobe. I am you a are, misanthrope. No, 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 Jonathan, you're being an idiot, right? The reason that he's become about <laughs> you, you. You've lost the argument. No, I, no, I, you, I you, haven't. You've got, you, I realise I'm arguing. You're going for personal. I, no, you, you, I am arguing with a brick wall. I've explained. You're like Vinnie Jones on the radio. Instead of going for the. Go for the man. Jonathan, right? Two things. <laughs> I've explained, I've explained how it works in the storyline, you won't accept that, right? You then put up the point, oh, you're, you can't, you can't mention that it's a gay character without being accused of being a homophobe. Well, but I know you're a homophobe! I'm so- a misanthrope! Oh, Jesus, Jonathan.
Jonathan. Is that the best? Leftism <laughs> is a mental illness. Um, I mean, I make it's... fun of everything. I'm an equal opportunities offender. Yeah, but but but, uh, and I listen. I don't mind you calling up and and talking about stuff, right? But it, it has... I wanted to talk about how Hollywood was mucking around with established characters. For no, you didn't. You said they were ticking. You said they were ticking a box and pandering. Me, because you couldn't handle my argument. Well, no, but I've well, I've, I've shot down your argument, Jonathan. You haven't shot down my, yes, I have. my argument. It's a different Sulu. It's a different Sulu. What more? How more can I explain the it? Same, no, they're not. The same... They're, They're not the same character. Jonathan, they just Jonathan, experiences Jonathan, have an integrity. They were born three years. Why are we arguing about Sulu, Jonathan? I've explained it, mate. It's a you, it's a different you, character. You, you, you're just you're just uh, uh, being disingenuous. No, I, I'm not. I'm explaining. I've I've read what Simon Pegg has, has written about it. Simon yes, Pegg, who Simon wrote the Pegg, film, uh, I've read it. He's a he's a, a, a hypocrite because Why is how he dare he lecture George Takai on tolerance? He hasn't and, lectured uh, George, George. He hasn't lectured George Takai on tolerance and acceptance. He's spoken to him about it, and George Takai didn't think that Sulu should be gay. I don't think he lectured him. Well, it's uh, yeah. George Takai violated the principles of uh, cultural Marxism, and Simon Pegg, like a good little cultural Marxist. Slapped him down. No, no, so, George, George Takai no. agrees with me. But, well, George Takai's an actor. <laughs> George, George, well, George Takai doesn't argument. agree with you. He just doesn't think that Sulu should be gay. And uh, Simon Pegg didn't need to, but paid him the respect of going to him and saying, "We're going to make um, Sulu gay. You happy with that?" George Takai went, "No, not really." Simon Pegg went, "Okay, well, we're going to stick with it. Sorry about that." Well, he's entitled to say that, but yeah, he you're is. insulting the intelligence of 50 years worth of no i'm not it's fans. a different it's a it's a different well you're you keep you, saying oh, that but they are essentially the same person okay it's okay like, Jonathan. what you're arguing yeah. it like saying that um yeah, uh, uh vernon k is the same as uh, elton john because they're both called vernon k what? say that again your argument is a bit like calling um elton john vernon k right. and saying that Elton John okay. and Vernon K are the same person. They have the same name. Right, okay. But they haven't got the same name. And they're I'm not the same... I'm using that as an example of how silly your argument is. Right, well, but it's... It, 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 we, but you, but my, my, my argument makes... Yeah, I'm but, literally... But, 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 what, what, what? You, I'm literally... I tell you... No, I'm, I, I am lost for words. I'll tell you why. Because I, I, I get better intelligent arguments from my six-year-old son than that. <laughs> that literally <laughs> oh makes my, no sense Oh, my. You do have whatsoever. to bring your children into it. Oh, my. How... 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 I... I like you. <laughs> I like you, but I do I, feel I, sorry for I don't, you. Because I you don't, don't like you. Better. I don't like you. I think you're an obnoxious, horrible racist. I like it when you call up and you talk about judge dread i think that's you know it's, it's vaguely funny but i think that you're you're a terrible terrible sad pathetic human being i feel sorry <laughs> for you man i feel well, sorry I for you my, my that you're feelings, getting so upset about star trek i'm getting upset that people's uh, childhoods are being ruined for the they're sake not, of uh, they're diversity not. uber alice they're not they're not being ruined you don't have to go and see it so if you go and see Star Trek, if you go and see Star Trek, if you go and see Star Trek, how is your childhood going to be ruined? Because their 
mucking around with established facts within the well, Trekkie universe. That's, that's very weak of you, then, isn't it? No, it's not. It's very weak. It's to allow that be- to allow that to ruin your childhood? Because there's a well, character in a film that's a homosexual? Look at Ghostbusters. That's an even worse example. And why is that? Why is that? I'm not seeing Ghostbusters. Have you seen it? I don't intend to. Because? because I know. Because? I know. Because? I know what's going on with them. What's going on with them? They've taken a film about four men who are starting up a business, <laughs> the struggles they have with starting up a small business, yeah, it's about and in- they turned it into feminist propaganda. Oh, and, and when did you, just remind me, when did you see it, Jonathan? Everyone can see it when, from the trailer. When, Replacing when, four men when, with four women when, for the sake of... The, when, uh, when did you see the film, Jonathan? I said the trailer. Thank you very um, much indeed. I mean... <laughs> Someone spiked my brew. <laughs> I did uh, fair play the the Vernon K and the Elton John thing. That, I was I was literally speechless at that point because I had <laughs> I had not a clue. Oh, I enjoyed that. Thank you for that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. We call you back. Tris is on the line. Good evening, Tris. Hip 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 hip. Tris, what you got for us, boss? Good God, there's, there's so much to get upset and wound up about in the world at the minute, isn't there? A gay character in a, in a sci-fi movie. Yeah. But it's ruined Good his childhood. Lord. Ruined. Yeah. But, and, I mean, th- don't tell him we've got a female Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll be able to drive next, these women. You yep. watch. Yep, yep, yep. It's not... Um, I don't know what I was going to phone in about now. He's sort of... He's wrong-footed me. Well done on, um... Well done on the Shags. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, very excited. We've got Dot from the Shags is coming on one day next week. We're, we are uh, over the moon. That's going to be a story and a half. Oh, that's... That's going to... That's going to make the show. Though. I'm really looking forward to that. Yep. Really, I'm, I'm... I'm... I'm so... I'm so, um... I'm fascinated by it. I phoned you up the other week about them. Well, you, you planted uh, the seed. Yeah, you reminded... You planted... We, we used to play them at the old place, but you planted the seed. So, uh, thank you, Tritz. That's all right, no worries. I'm going to phone off about T-Rex. Oh, yeah. I um, bought my first T-Rex album today, on um, with, the, you know, with the times and all that. Greatest hits? Um, no, no, no. The Tanks? First, the first two, I oh, don't do greatest hits. Well done. Well, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm all, I'm all or nothing. All or nothing, yeah. mate. Dive in straight in the um, deep end. I've got their first album. What, what do you think of them? Now, have you got T-Rex or Tyrannosaurus Rex? No, it's it's uh, it, T-Rex. Okay. First album, so I'll I'm... Rex. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. No. I, I, I mean, Get It On is a, is, is, is a work of art. It is one of the greatest um, pop songs of all time. But um, I, 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 I'm not a, a fan. Although, he is... Um, it, it, the, the, there is one song where the title... He, he mispronounce, mispronounces the word, right? So the song is Metal Guru. Guru. But, it's, but everyone oh, says yeah. Metal Guru. But it's Metal That's Guru. Right, yeah. Metal Guru. Hey, go and play Metal Guru. Do you mean Metal Guru? As everyone says it. So I respect him for that, but I'm not a massive fan. What, what, what do you reckon, Tris? Uh, I, I found, I found it quite, quite odd. I mean, I like, I think Jeepster's a great track. Yeah, yeah, it's um, a good, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. It's very, very folky. I was quite surprised by how, how folky it was. A little, little claim to fame my dad has. Um, my, uh, my dad walked past Mickey Finn once. Yeah. In nineteen seventy, oh, yeah, yeah. he, he was the other one. He was the other one. That's right. But he was. The but the first, Bowling, the first yeah. couple of albums when it was Tyrannosaurus Rex, they were folk albums. Um, yeah. Was it one in the Perfumed Garden or something like that? I don't really know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I think I was a third or fourth album. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, my dad sported a uh, sported a big beard, and Mickey Finn walked past him and complimented them on his beard. Oh, and from T the second T Rex album onwards, he had a beard on every cover, and my dad takes uh, full credit oh. for that for shaping shaping early seventies pop. Oh, history. good for him! I walked past a man the other day, uh, an old fella in a yep. in a really ill fitting suit, very baggy suit, and he was bald and he had horrible teeth, and I saw someone grab him. And the bloke went, oh, go on then, be quick. And they took a selfie, and I thought, ooh, ooh, I know, who is that? It was, um, um, and then I, and then I realised it was one of The Clash. Uh, not a big Clash fan. Well, this is it, I then tweeted, I've just seen one of The Clash. (laughs) And someone tweeted back, um, if it was, if he was wearing a hat, it was Paul Simonon. And if he wasn't, it was, uh, Mick Jones. Is it Mick Jones? Mick Jones, yeah. And I said, oh, it was probably Mick Jones. And then uh, someone else tweeted, if he looks like that bald character with bad teeth from On the Buses, then it's definitely Mick Jones. I went, yeah, it was Mick Jones then. And if he's got a terribly small head, it would be top of heaven. Oh, well, there you go. I sat, I sat on a, a train next to uh, another train that had Paul Simlin on it. But, um, <laughs> I never got the clash. I never got them. I like, um, he's in love with the rock and roll world. He's in love with the Kissy Jones world. That, I like that one. Jamie like, Jones, yeah. Jamie Jones. I like White Riot. Yeah. And, um, they had another one that was quite poppy. Not Should I Stay or Should I Go. Not um, London Calling. Um, White Man in Hammersmith Palais. Yeah, I'll say yes just because I'm getting bored of, of okay. me talking like that. Uh, but I never well, got what the Clash. What you want to do? You want to go? You want to go late to Clash? You want to go to uh, their triple album? No, Sandinista. a triple album of a band I don't like. Are you nuts, mate? It's like it's it's world music. It's 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 a trip. It's just <laughs> what they did. I don't like world music. They basically set set thirty-six tracks. Yeah, mm. some of the tracks were written as they were being recorded, yeah. and. Um, all meetings had to take place in the spliff bunker that Joe Strummer built in the studio. Oh, yeah. And it is just, oh, mate, it's brilliant. I'm some gonna... of it's recorded in Jamaica, oh, some of it's in awful. New York. Oh, it's, it sounds terrible. Oh, it's great. No, no, no. You're no. wrong. No I'm, yeah. no, I'm right on this one, Tris. Anything else? Uh, no, that's my lot. Lovely. Let's see who this is. I don't know. Is, is, now, is this Chris? Hello. Is that Chris? Yes. All right, Chris, because the phones are a little bit... A little bit crazy tonight, man. Hello, Chris. What have you got for us? Um, well, I uh, was just... Um, I don't know um, if you'll remember. I called you uh, just over a week ago. Um, my son was born and went oh! straight into the special care unit. It was Callum, wasn't it? That's cr- oh, bless you. I do remember. Yeah, well, how right. is how is Callum? So we've had a, a very topsy turvy week. Um, um, so uh, just to give a little recap, he uh, yeah. So he was born, um, and he immediately had uh, uh, breathing difficulties. Um, was taken straight to special care, um, and he was put in oxygen, and um, he's. Uh, he was doing really well. Yep. And um, on Friday, I had a conversation with the uh, midwife, um, and um, he was doing really well, and they were slowly reducing the oxygen, and um, he was just sort of breathing, you know, naturally, and they said, we're going to take him off the oxygen. 
um, and he uh, went went rapidly downhill. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a uh, it was a day it, it was very scary. Yeah, it was a course. very scary kind of time, and um, um, clunky gear change, and um, he's now. Doing very well. Here we go. Here we go. And as we speak, um, my wife, his brother, is staying um, in the hospital with him overnight. And everything being well, he will be coming home tomorrow. Come on. Chris, you had me hold my breath there. Blimey, you're a good storyteller. Blimey. That is absolutely brilliant. Best news all week, Chris. Best news. Fantastic. And, I, and I, I've, I've got to say, I after I had the um, conversation with you, yeah. and thank you so much for having that conversation with me, because um, I, know, I know you do the clunky gear change yeah. things, but it's, it's, it's not... I have called you in the past, and it's not my natural instinct to do that kind of call. I normally, you know, dick about. <laughs> but... Um, I went and watched the um, Periscope yep. broadcast afterwards to just to see, because I know you mentioned the messages, yeah. and I just want to say to everyone that messaged, thank you so much. That that meant so much, um, so much to me. That was that was really really lovely, and because. <laughs> I was on my, you know, I was on my own. Obviously, my wife was was still in hospital, um, and as uh, some people sort of uh, commented, you know, I I I I just needed to talk to to somebody, you know, and and in, in a weird way, talking to somebody that's not involved in the situation made it a lot easier to just sort of talk about it. So, can I tell you the you good news? Much. No, well, the good news on my part means I can play this legitimately for the first time. <laughs> Hey, oh man, that is the best, best news. I, I, um, do you know what? But, uh, here's another kind of weird, good side product is it means you, yeah, that baby is going to be watched by the hospital for a long, long time, mm-hmm. I would imagine, which is always yeah. great, which is which is re- actually really good news for, for parents, you know, that, um, you know, that, that you have Callum already has a relationship with the hospital and they'll be keeping an eye out for him. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because. The the, the 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 guys on the special care unit have been absolutely phenomenal. I have to say, the the I I, I only wish that the same level of care had been shown to my wife, because um, she was. Uh, uh, I mean, she, her, her recovery has been incredible, um, and she's been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, but um, it, she, yeah, I mean, she wasn't very well looked after. I have to say, I but, but yeah, I, my my, do you know, my my wife had a baby, the first baby. The the the, the, the midwives and the doctors when the first wonderful. She had to stay in overnight, and the, the overnight yeah. team were terrible. They well. told her off because she she pushed the buzzer at three in the morning because she didn't. The baby was crying. She didn't didn't know what to do. Pushed the buzzer, and a woman came and told her off and said, "Don't push the buzzer. Wait for us to for one of us to walk past." Well, I had to um, have help because they left my epidural in so i couldn't Aye. i couldn't walk um and they i kind of got a bit of attitude when they told me to go to to have my dinner <laughs> and i said problem is i can't walk <laughs> yes <laughs> well uh, i'm well, so- it, it, go on chris it, 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 it's it, it's really weird it, it's 
been uh, say, cause Callum is our, is our second. There's a, a, a two and a half year gap, yeah. and the difference between the experience we had um, the first time round and the second time round um, just speaks kind of volumes about what's going on with the NHS at the moment. Not to get overly political, but it, um, it, it this is a really really silly silly example. But it, but I think it is a, a very clear indication of where we're at, where, 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 where we're at with the NHS at the moment, because the first time we were there, um, when my wife was taken off to um, go for her C-section, and I was um, brought in, um, you know, my scrubs to, yeah. to go into surgery with her. Um, this time round, I had to go and get my own scrubs. Uh, and and, I, and I, I, know, I know it sounds really silly, but I cannot tell you how stressful it was because they were like, right, okay, if you go into this room over here and you can find your, find your scrubs, and um, there were three pairs, there were like 600 tops and like and uh, I'm not exaggerating. There were three trousers, and none of them in my size. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not. But the, but the nurses kept asking me to pick things up. So, um, but uh, yeah, they didn't so, think you were a surgeon, did they? <laughs> that would have been awful well. chris listen we got to go um we, th- there's a lot of love for you on twitter at the moment a lot of people um in tears my sister include being one of them um mm-hmm. your story absolutely brilliant what time are they coming home do you know um well uh he he uh, um basically came sort of officially off every sort of tube so i've got, I've got to quickly mention yeah go on i i haven't seen i haven't seen my son without uh <clears throat> I haven't seen my son without tubes oh, running into him, and uh, until it, it, until to, until today. Oh, so nine nine o'clock um, this morning, yeah. all the tubes were removed from from him. Oh, sorry. Ugh. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. All Chris. the tubes were were removed. Um, so I finally got to see my son's face in in its in its in all its glory. And I bet he's a stunner, isn't he? um well but everyone says he looks like me so yeah there we go there we go um but um yeah so nine o'clock this morning so basically he's got to go 24 hours as i say my wife's with him now overnight so nine o'clock tomorrow morning fingers crossed please 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 everyone keep your fingers crossed touch wood whatever you need to do um my boy will be coming home tomorrow best news over the main best news chris thank you mate i really appreciate that call Thank you, guys. Love Take you. Care. Bye-bye. Best news. Get ready, Emma, because I'm about to throw to a break. 0844-499-1000. Right then. Uh, CJ, Julie, stay there. I shall come to you next. First up, it's Rashid. Ian, hip, hip, hip for Callum. Hip, hip, hip for Callum. <laughs> yes. It's good news, nice isn't one. it? Nice one. Yeah, well done. Well done, everybody. Well done, guys. Excellent, Ian. Ian, Ian. Yes, yes. I want to mention, I don't know how to put this, there's women about and all that. Uh-oh. Yeah. But, uh, you know, your, your, your flatulence problem. Yeah. Well, it's not, well, it's not, it's not a problem, is it? It's, it's, it's uh, well, 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 it's I don't, I don't like talking about it in front of women, because yeah. I don't think women do it, do they? Oh, come on. For Just sneaky sense. about yes. it. They're all, they're all smell, they all smell nice, you know, <laughs> perfume and makeup. Well, they don't do that. Well, if I was to do one, there'd be glitter and rainbows everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Well, Ian, you know when you get into your car? Yeah. 
and like you've been driving driving along and you've been like uh, flatulating. Yes, and, I, um, I relax. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know when you get out. I mean, your car smells, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it does. Yes. And when I let them out, I sometimes they're very stinky. I say "pupa poi poi." Yeah. What? Pupa poi poi. Now, if I say "pupa poi poi." At home, they know it's a signal that that one is a deadly one, right? So I have to go pop up, point, point. Anyway, um, when you get back into your car and sit down on your seat, does sometimes does it come back out? Yes, of course it does. Yes, yes. All right, because I thought it was just me, but I feel better now because you know that happens. You and that's that's great. These things happen uh, with the air fresheners. You know, yes. Sometimes it should be called like you know haze. You know, um, uh, what do you call it? Feces with a touch of jasmine. Feces? You know, like... What? You know, like, the smell... You, you I mean, know what the smell... The toilet. Why would you say that word, though? Why, why, <laughs> why would they... Why would you... Why would you even suggest that, Rashid? Because what it is, you spray it... Yes. Yeah, say it's jasmine... Jasmine fragrance. Yes. It doesn't do anything, it just masks it. Yeah, but, yeah, well, yeah. But they're not going to add feces to, um, haze. No, but... It, or, it, it or, or the plugins. It do the job. It doesn't do the But job. the feces, but then that would be misleading, because that would imply that feces was part of the, um, the uh, attributed smells, and it's not. Lilac forest with a touch of poo, with a okay, hint of right. poo. All right, there Rashid. Is, uh, thank you very much. You've indeed. lost all your mystery. Uh, we'll have another break in a second, so I'm a little bit before that. CJ! Um, hello, darling. Hello, CJ. Now, could uh, we go back to the Star Trek conversation again oh. for a moment? Which conversation? The, uh, the the little bigoted man ringing up, saying about the gay character in Star Trek being yes. a, a terrible, terrible thing. Yes. Terrible thing. Now, that was done in tribute, of course, to George Takai, because he's an openly gay man. Yes, but he, George Takai says he thinks it's a bad idea. Yeah, well, we can, we can work around that. But the, well, the hang idea, on a minute, it says it's a tribute to, to a gay man, but then when it's, <laughs> it's put to the gay man, he, he who doesn't, like want, doesn't like it, we ignore him. Yeah, yeah, yeah apparently so. Fair play, okay. <laughs> But, um, no, I've, I've experienced something like this before. This, uh, on Facebook, we have all these Star Trek groups. Yeah. And I posted this lovely picture of Captain Kirk and Captain Spock, um, um, how should I describe it? Um, making out, shall we say. Oh, just kissing? Yes, 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 they were kissing. Okay, yeah. And, um, all the Star Trek fans went nuts about it. They're going, oh, that's disgusting, that's yeah. terrible, yeah. oh, this is part of a Star Trek gay agenda. And... Uh, Isn't Kirk bisexual? Well, the go- what's that about? They're going exploring the universe, and they're meeting lots of alien species. And where no man's b- bold- going boldly where no man's gone exactly. before. The thing is, Kirk exactly. was doing, essentially, what, interspecies, so why are they bothered Inter- about a fella? Exactly, yeah. interspecies, into, yeah. into everything, you know, that's yeah. what Kirk was all about. <laughs> yeah, you've got to respect Old that. Old horn dog. Got to he was. Is he was it? a very naughty boy. Uh, how, how much of a Star Trek fan are you, CJ? Um, I, I, I've got Star Trek models and Star okay. Trek posters. So is I'm, it you know, true? I don't know where I read this last week. Is it true that in one of the early drafts of one of the Star Trek films, Kirk was going to have a fight with Jesus Christ? <laughs> what? Is that true? Uh, I, I, probably not. No. Okay, I'm sure because I know in what is it five where they think they found God. Yes, that's the one. But that's it's just no, a Klingon no, actually, who's... No, no, you, you, you're right six. there. He was meant to have a fight with God. It was meant to... Well, I... No, I... I it, and it was just a Klingon who'd gone nuts, or a Vulcan who'd gone nuts. No, I can't remember. Um, some sort of spiritual right. alien being and... Uh, right. But I... I'm sure I heard it on Radio 4 or read it somewhere that in, in an early draft of a film he was going to have a punch-up with Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Similar concept, but it was meant to be with God. Um, okay. But this is um, this is William Shatner's vanity here because he he wrote that film. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, the, the, and this, the the rule holds true. The odd number Star Trek films are rubbish. The even number Star Trek films are brilliant. It's a strange, Absolutely. but it's true, isn't it? The first, the first one was supposed to be a TV movie, and then they realised they could get a few quid and make it into a movie. But there's hardly any dialogue in it because it's a 60-minute program stretched into like 90 minutes. The, the first one, it just shows 20-minute shots of the ship. Yeah, every, oh, it's boring. It's, it's oh, it's really tedious. Boring, it looks, really, it looks really. amazing, but it's tedious. It is. It is. Um, right. But th- the best Star Trek movie of all time? Uh, first Contact. Uh, incorrect answer. Wrath of Khan. Incorrect answer. Incorrect answer. Oh. So, see, Wrath of Khan is uh, Star Trek Two, so the one with the whales. Yeah, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, the time, the comedy time travel one. It's brilliant. The one with the whales. Flipping the one with the whales in it's flipping brilliant. Is that, that the one where Spock dies? No, that st- oh, Spock my. dies in two, uh, which is good. But then in three, they go and find Spock on this planet that's been built by the Genesis Project thing, and and it, he's been reborn, and it's boring. It's just mm. boring. Yeah, start it for you. Uh, yeah. The needs uh, of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah. Or the one. Boom. Spock dies, radiation poisoning. Beautiful. <laughs> was. CJ, thank you for that. You're welcome. Tutty bye. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Here we go. I was right. Thank you, Music Geek. Aborted Star Trek movie had Captain Kirk fist-fighting Jesus. Gene Roddenberry's early iteration of Star Trek The Motion Picture was also set to feature some mildly erotic midlife crisis stuff. An early version of Star Trek The Motion Picture would have culminated in Captain Kirk fighting an alien disguised as Jesus, according to a new unauthorised oral history of the series. I want this book. (laughs) The 50-year mission by Edward Gross and Mark A. Altman revealed that the show's creator, Gene Roddenberry, worked on a number of concepts, including a time travel adventure in which the crew attempts to stop the Kennedy assassination. In one climatic scene, Kirk had a fistfight with an alien who'd assumed the image of Jesus Christ. So Kirk was slugging it out on the bridge with Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh man! Right, I want to find this book. I want to find. Uh, I want to find the people that wrote this book, and I want to get them on this show. That sounds great. Partly so I can get a free book, but also because I'd like to pick their brains. I do like a bit. Of, I'm not a massive Star Trek fan, but um, I, I do like. I do like the original series a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. It was on all the time when we were yeah, kids. Yeah, it was. Avoid it. BBC Two, like six o'clock, wouldn't it? It was yeah. always on, and I, 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 yeah, I've got, I, I, I do find it very entertaining. The series, I, d- I never got into Next Generation, and then they got with Deep Space Nine and, and Voyage. All oh, that, right? Get, get over it. But the original one is great, and the original, I, I would like. I know they're, they're dropping like flies, but I would like the original cast made one. Just one more movie, mm. just one more movie. See Uhura booted up. Uhura with her Bluetooth in, Ooh. well before her time. Yeah, Uhura it? invented Bluetooth. Yeah, they're the first interracial kiss. But Uhura invented Bluetooth. Far more important, I think. <laughs> Julie! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Julie. Hello. Um, <laughs> I originally spoke up when I heard Jonathan, because I wanted to say, how about Doctor Who? Oh, don't start him different- on that. <laughs> well, Doc- <laughs> Doctor Who is bisexual, isn't he? We've established that, haven't we? <laughs> Captain and then I, Jack. And then I realised that it was kind of, there's, there's no point in kind of... <laughs> kind of getting involved with that yeah. and um with star trek i'm also i'm sort of more surprised that actually nobody wanted to remake it um changing the grammatical um style of things from the split infinitive 
you know, to, bo- to go boldly. Oh, in, in, in this ever-changing world in which yeah. we live in. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was actually really funny to say about um, tenuous links of famous people and parents, and that is that um, I was going through some of my mum's photos, and she's always referred to an old boyfriend of hers, Billy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I realised it was Billy J. Kramer. Whoa, hang on a second. <laughs> Li- little children. I've walked past Billy J. Kramer while he was sat at a table waiting for people to come and um, buy his autograph off him. No one did. Uh, your mum your mum went out with Billy J. Kramer. Yeah. He was a looker. He was a looker, and, beautiful. Um, and he he, he um, um recorded the first Beatles single. He was the singer and the Beatles were his backup band. No, they weren't. Yeah. Were they? No. I'm thinking no, of but, but it was written for them. But did he did he do my Bonnie? Did he do my Bonnie with the Beatles? I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm confusing my Beatles. No, I'm going to stick with it. He recorded the first Beatles. The Beatles were his backup band, and it was the first time the Beatles had been recorded. And I'm going to say it was Billy J. Kramer, my Bonnie. Was it Billy J. Kramer that? Uh, no, it wasn't. Who did my Bonnie then with the Beatles? I don't know. Oh, hang on a minute. My Bonnie. Who did it? Who? Oh, it was Tony Sheridan. I apologise, guys. I, I apologise. Um, yeah, my mum was a, a dancer. She danced um, in the um, ever so politically correct now um, black and white minstrel show. Beautiful. And then as a, a like a good chorus dancer. Yeah. And so I found these photos and she mentioned it. It, uh, things in the past, but there was pictures of her with Des O'Connor, wow. <laughs> pictures of her at my nan's house with Jimmy Tarbuck, Flipping who used to drop her home. I know, and um, who just sunk it? But so I didn't really realise what a um, glamorous life she lived. Uh, well, that is um, that is amazing. Uh, uh, does she uh, does she still have any showbiz friends? Nope. <laughs> oh, this is no. the thing. And did she not bang on about it all the time, or did you just kind of find out by accident? Yeah, I mean, she didn't used to bang on it. I mean, she used to kind of say things, but she, because she would kind of say, oh, blah, 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 and then Jimmy would drop me home. And I just thought it was somebody that she knew. I didn't realise it was Jimmy Tarbuck or Billy J. Kramer. She just mentioned the names, and I didn't really put two and two together. That's incredible. Well, 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 well done, that. I mean, what, um... Wowzers, so, you, well, there's, and there's not, have you done the maths? There's not a chance. <laughs> Do you look I've like Billy J? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, man, that's a, Julie, that's, that's a shame, because you could have been in line for a few quid there. <laughs> um, yes, let's go to Darren. Yes, Darren, hip, hip, hip. Oh, hip, 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 hello. Hello, fellow, what you got for us? Oh, um, I've had a crazy couple of days, and hearing the news about Callum uh, recovering and being super awesome was inspired me to call in oh good good well well oh. done it's been a good, it was a good call that wasn't it i enjoyed that yeah yeah it was perfect i don't normally phone in i've listened to you for years and we've met once and at one of your shows and i've, I've never really phoned in because i'm just too nervous about phoning in yeah it's a weird uh, thing to want to do isn't it I, it's yeah. it's kind of um which is, which is the one when you hurt yourself is it sadism or masochism masochism and the sadists <laughs> like giving it mm-hmm. and the masochists yeah. like receiving it. it's a very masochistic thing to do to phone into a radio station it's it's horrible i don't know why anyone would want to do it i'm glad they do otherwise this would just be um like julia's show but um <laughs> she blocked me on twitter what do you expect um but yes well you've done it darren and it'll be over before you know it so what would you like to say well uh, uh, in the last couple well, in the last 24 hours i've become a dad 
so I'm really... Oh, hey. What's going on with it? Well, everyone, just put it away for 20 minutes. We weren't on I nine months ago. Out, though, you know? <laughs> well, that's it. We weren't, we weren't on nine months ago. They needed something to do. <laughs> um, what you got? Oh, you know, hearing, um, because I obviously heard the story beforehand, you know, I wasn't expecting my wife to go into labour so soon. Yeah. Um, because it was, a, it was a, about a week early. Uh, so, so to hear the story of Callum and, you know, leave it hanging like a great episode of EastEnders, like, oh no, what's going to happen? Mm. It's, um, it's great to have a, a, you know, a resolution to that. And it kind of had me thinking before I went in, like, oh no, what if something, yeah. you know, happens to, uh, our baby girl? And it's just like, oh no. But, the bit that made me want to phone in was when you were talking about the NHS and how it can be a bit hit and miss. Yeah. But the Aylesbury Stoke Mandeville Hospital were absolutely perfect. Yeah. Like, they just knew exactly what to do. And, like, I was in tears for, the like, the 20 hours I was in the room because I can't believe how strong women are in terms of giving birth and helping the woman give birth. It was just an incredible, terrifying thing to see. I tell you what's, just, what's weird, right, is... I mean, for the first one, we had me and my wife and a midwife, and then we had to get a load of doctors had to come in very quickly. And so, there was, so but, but suddenly, suddenly, so there were, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, there were six of us in there, shall we say, and then suddenly there's a seventh person in there and they've not come through the door. <laughs> and, and, it's, and that person is yours, and it's the weirdest thing, suddenly there's an extra person in the room, and it's <laughs> yours, and it's like, it, really? it's so, it, honestly, it's so surreal, isn't it? Yeah, it's bonkers. Um, my wife had a seat, emergency C-section, so yeah. it was kind of a door in a way. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, but, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, I just wanted wife. to just say congratulations to Callum and that family to, um, you know, to have such a happy story to tell in the end. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had a couple of beers, so sorry if I'm rambling. Get in there, no, fella! Oh, you know, Do what you can. Yeah, Darren, you know so, I mean? is that your first baby? Yeah, this is our first. I, I, I can barely look after myself. So I hope <laughs> I'll do a good job. When, when are they coming home? Um, it should be Friday. And there's a bit of problem with uh, blood sugar levels. And, yeah. you know, so, you know, leaving them is like, the ter- most terrifying thing in the world at the moment. No, I know it is. But just enjoy the peace you've got for, for tonight and tomorrow night. Because you'll, you'll never take, get it again. You'll never get it again the, the, the night the first night i went home they're in hospital for one night and i went home and i wish i'd appreciated i would have played video games i'd have ordered pizza done all that stuff it's weird games. for the guy though and i know that the woman's done a lot of the hard work but um it's it must be odd my husband had to leave us in hospital as well that moment of having something really momentous and quite shocking happen mm-hmm. and then having to go home on your own and leave those two really important people to sort of fend for themselves it must be it must be hard well, I'm quite grateful in a way because the people next to us stunk of bo, so at least it's not. It's not <laughs> you see, but, you know made it I mean? a bit easier. If you're going to be in that area, like it says, two guests per visit. There were ten of them, and they all stunk of bo. So yeah, I'm kind man. of like going for the freshness. But <laughs> obviously, I'm joking. Like you know, uh, ultimately, I'm just happy that ah, oh, I can't believe it. I can uh, hear it. I can hear it in your voice, and it's reminding <laughs> all, reminding us of what it's like when you uh, that that child comes into the world. Darren, I'm really chuffed, you mate. Well done. Oh, thanks, Ian. Thanks, Kath. Cheers, fella. Yeah. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. There we go. It's nice, isn't it? Hey, that's nice. There's nothing like that rush, is there? No, and, um, it wasn't the same for me with the second. It was, it was, it was different. It was, it was different. I was worried about it. Because, right. um, 
that you go from being a couple to being a family don't you and it's yeah. um and for that person that you don't really know but you would pick out of a lineup anywhere to love them more than anybody else in the whole world yeah yeah is amazing and i did worry about that and i felt very guilty yeah. about having to uh, tell my my little girl that we were having another baby and i and i did wonder how i would find room in my heart and my soul for somebody else in that same way because it's so massive but um they just join in don't they the yeah, second yeah, yeah. They fit. I, you, I guess you don't go from that sort of not feeling it to feeling it again, so you, it doesn't feel like such a dramatic thing, but they just the leap, become part of it. The leap from zero to one child yeah. is much bigger than the leap from one to two. It's that's yeah. a little step. Uh, Dan, stay there. We'll come to you after the, the news and give you a fair crack of it. No straight to air uh, at the moment, so you call up and we call you back. The phone number is 0844 499 1000. 0844 four nine nine one thousand i'm ian lee this is talk radio talk radio right well so far we've covered um uh, ill babies getting better and new babies and star trek and gays and um i don't know what else we've covered for breeze uh if you want to take part uh, you can give us a call now please oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand we call you back i'm ian lee this is talk radio and this is the news at midnight Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Open my eyes and see you look back at me. So much information when no words are spoken. So high Just thinking of you Feel just like a schoolboy Forgetting my own name How much do you think The person that you are
gone midnight it's been an up and down show up and down um catherine's returning with a cup of tea i really need a wee in a minute as well so no we can't do that for us 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number now some of you will be desperate for me to give you things to talk about we don't really do it i can't remember what the show started but how did we start the show oh we haven't done the crossing the road thing that you were uh, oh it's gonna be a crossing the road special We'll save that for another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, what did we talk about at the start of the show? Do you remember? I don't remember. I know we've talked about Febreze and dental floss. Um, and we've talked about Star Trek and Gay Sulu. And ruined Childhoods. Ruined Childhoods. And um, how the original Ghostbusters is a film about four men trying to set up their own business. And... Um, I don't remember what else. Well, those those are some things to get your brain ticking over. Um, oh, we were talking about guests. I was going to ask. This is what I was going to ask. Actually, oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, Pablo and Dan, thank you. Stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. Um, uh, if you dear listener had any suggestions for guests, that's what I was getting to when I started talking about the Shags and Richard Carpenter. What I, the point I was getting to was any suggestions for guests. Don't at them and at me on Twitter because it's really embarrassing when we, I've been atted. Why don't you get at such and such on uh, the show? And I've got, a I've got no idea who they are, or b I think they're awful, and um, it's just embarrassing for everyone. So don't do that. Um, but if you've got any suggestions for guests, now people we contacted today. Mm-hmm. Richard Carpenter, um, uh, Neil Innes. Patty Boyd. Patty Boyd. Um, I I got in touch with, um, I emailed Pete Best, but he didn't get back. Pete Best. Pete Best? Pete Best. Yeah. What are you putting that face for? I thought he was, I thought he died. Is Pete Best dead? I think he might be. Well, the drummer. Better check. Is Pete Best dead? Might explain why he's quiet. No, Pete Best's not dead. Pete Best's still around. Let's check. That crackle I can hear in my ears. Do you hear it? Yes, I thought it, my headphones. Does it does it get broadcast? Can you hear a can crackle hear at it? home? Just be quiet. That won't happen now. It's not doing it now. No, he's still alive. Yeah, okay, okay good. He's just ignoring you. Um, Dave Davis, the Shags. These P- are the people we've emailed tonight. P.P. Uh, Arnold. P.P. Arnold. Um, Jimmy Webb. Um, might we might be we might be getting Adam Schlesinger. I need to print and say his name Schlesinger, from who produced that Monkeys album and from Stacy's Mama's Got It Going On. Stacy's Mama's Got It Going On. What's it called? That song? Stacy's Mom. Brackets. Has uh, got, it, has got going it going on. He also did the um that song from that film. I remember being brilliant, and I might watch it again. The, um, that thing you do. Oh, yeah. The, um, film with, um, Forrest Gump Every time you do that that thing thing you do. He wrote that. It's good. He's brilliant. He's flipping brilliant. Um, yes, it's the monkeys. Terrifying. It's off the new album, but it's a bonus track. And I have no idea why it's, uh, a a bonus track. It should be one of the best songs on the album. They put it as a bonus track, but I mean, monkeys. So, um, uh, suggestions for guests please don't inundate us with it. well no inundate us because there might be um, amongst all of that there might be one that might um you know that might uh, germinate oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand yes dan hardcore pornography thank you 
Yeah, you were talking about The Office earlier. Oh, you yes. saw a porn parody of it. Yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. They do that, don't they? Yeah. There we go. Did you stop? Did you hear a crackle then? Do it again. Well, I can't. I can't do it again. I heard it. When's the emergency Sh tape? Church, church. I don't think this place has an emergency tape. I've been hearing it a lot tonight. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your ears. No, because I can hear it too. I thought it was yeah. my headphones. Oh, I thought it was my headphones. Uh, and I've been hearing it a lot tonight. I hear it every night, but I've been hearing it a lot tonight. And I just wonder if it's broadcast. It's a bit there. That wasn't it. That was that was static on the phone. Ah, no, it's never, it's never going to happen again. Um, no, it's not when I touch my laptop. No, it's not when I touch the laptop at all. That's, that's, you're thinking of that. You're thinking of that. That's, uh, that's that. That's quite the different. That's the laptop. Maybe it's your arthritic limbs. It could be. It could be. I didn't it go for a run today. Cafeteria in it as well, because she sat next to you. You're an old man. <laughs> I, did, I didn't go for a run today, and that means I've not run since Saturday, and so I need to do it tomorrow, but I, you know, I can't be arsed. I'm jacking that well, right I'm going to go because I bought running knickers. Oh, blimey. And I've had, had the runs all night. Oh, Darren heard it. Now, Darren, did you hear it when you were on the fu- Everyone's hearing the crackles. Everyone's hearing the crackles. Oh, blimey. We've got audible crackles, everyone. We've got audible crackles, guys. Well, never mind. Daniel, would you please get to the point of this call before I lose my temper with you? They did a porn version of The Cosby Show. What? Now, careful. It's fantastic on YouTube. It, this is, I, I shall send you a link. It's completely safe. There! Did you hear that crackle? I did. I didn't, but then I was talking. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they got a comedian in to impersonate Bill Cosby. Right. Well, he <laughs> is pitch perfect. Really? But, what, what, it's a porno version of the Cosby show. Yeah, the title sequence is an exact shot for shot. Yeah. And it's the most bizarre thing. I'll send you a link for your delectation. Oh, we go. Um, okay, I've got it. I'm going to hover over well, the dump. It's the called Cosby Not the Cosbys. Oh, he did not look like him, didn't he? All right. Not the Cosbys. Here we go. Hang on a second. I'm, go I'm hovering over the dump and the... There we go. I, I assure you, as long as you just stick to the title sequence, but it is safe. Okay. As long as you're on YouTube. Yeah, okay. Here we go. It's, it's, it's taking a long time to boot up. It must be good. Here we go. Oh, it just <gasps> does look like him, didn't he? Uh, we didn't get sued the first time. Here we go. So here goes the sequel. All right, here we go. Lol. What's he doing with his eyes? One as the little kid. Not no. Rudy, not Rudy. No, no, inappropriate. No. Oh. Here we go. Yeah. 
This is the best thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Just wait until he speaks. He does the voice. He does everything. Isn't that something? <laughs> Our son wants to start his own business. All right. Our money. Well, how did Theo do on his first day at the office? He was spectacular. <laughs> this is an examination table. It is not a toy. And I don't want to see you riding it like a bull. Often the galley. Not a lot. Theo, you mean to tell me your father? Whoa! I don't, that, whoa! I don't, all right, that let's twist. stop. Father, <laughs> he says. Quite. I'm going to tweet the link. I will say NSFW, guys. NSFW. Not safe for the wife. Would you just stick to the YouTube version? Wow. Anyway, that is quite simply absolutely stunning. Thank you. for I was reminded of that, but then in finding the link to it, I found that they're going to do a third one. Yeah. About Bill Cosby's troubles. Oh, well, I don't think. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's a bold move. It, it's creatively bankrupt, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, thanks, Dan. That's all right. Bye bye. Tatty, bye. That opening time. I just tweeted it. If it's on YouTube, it'll be all right. Um. Well, although actually, um, did you see his eyes? <laughs> That was doing, that's what Bill Cosby used to do. That was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. There we go. That yeah. it gets it's getting more and more. Uh, let's go for a break. And Dan, um, who told us about that, says that further information on Twitter. The guy won an award for best performer, brackets, non-sex, at the Adult Industry Awards. So that's great news. Great news. Thank you for that. That really is um, outrageous. 0844 499 1000. Yes, Pablo. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Pablo. Oh, thanks for that. Basically, we tend to have a nice uh, cold shower after that. Wowzers. It really is. I, um, who, um, hello. Who was um, Lisa Bonet? Mm-hmm. Lisa Bonet, um, who of course married um, Kravitz. Kravitz. Lisa oh, was she Bonet. the um, slightly edgier daughter, the one who's quite. Yeah. She was the naughty daughter, but I really did. Was it? Was the mum Felicia, Felicia Rashad? Rashad? Yeah, she was. Beautiful. I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of her. She was. Uh, she was a, 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 um, a stern woman. She when, was. Uh, um, she. Well, she would often wear silk pajamas. Yes. <laughs> I had some, and I remember thinking, I feel like Mrs. Cosby. Silk pyjamas on silk sheets, you're right. Felicia Rashad, I mean, gosh, golly gosh, what a... What a woman. Wowzers. What a lady. What a lady, guys. Anyway, Pablo, what you got for us? Uh, Well, first off, I'll say Kimya Dawson, Richard Dawson, and Les Dawson's number one fan ray peacock as potential guest suggestions well i'm doing ray i'm doing a podcast with him as uh is his uh, his real person uh thing ian um yes. I, he's going to interview me at some point and i, I was he's, do, he's doing a really what sounds like an absolute brilliant podcast about depression and stuff and he got in touch with me and i said i i don't know man i don't fancy it i don't I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah and we had a lot we had a really long chat and he's we got on really well um uh 
and I said, no, nah, I don't fancy it. And he said, all right, well, you know, forever. And then I kind of had a, 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 a light bulb moment the other week, and I emailed him and said, right, let's do it. And then I sank into a mad depression, and I said, I can't do it at the moment, because I can't, you know, I'm barely functioning. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, um, but probably not for this show. Right, Tim? Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, just, just thoughts... Yeah, no, and it's good. To, it's good to get these around. He's he, he, he's good. But I just don't think he's quite right for this show, in as much as it's it's someone we, we want to get people niche. on that we well no 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 even niche. I mean, we've got one of the bloody shags coming on next week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and niche is the, it's just I um uh, I don't know enough of his work, and I don't feel a particular emotional connection with his work, and that's what I want the, the, these guests to be is someone that has somehow touched us steady you know in an in an emotional kind of way and and he hasn't but i like him there we go um yeah the the other one was slightly more kind of uh i don't know it's 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 not it's not actually political but it uh, it touches on it yeah um it was just in regards to how people um, and the whole kind of recent um referendum and changes in certain things um and people's reactions on social media to each other, like people who've been friends have fallen out over it. And yeah, 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 like of course. Um, I was just, it just made me think about how how people came to that. And I think often it, 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 I came to the conclusion about, um, I think it's how people access news media. Because you, you used to have, people would have the favourite newspapers or what yeah. have you, but they would all watch the same nine or ten o'clock news. Yeah. So you would have what was essentially... Allegedly at the time, or however you would look at it, uh, Jonathan, I'm thinking of right now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was it was impartial, and it was just to the point where people would make their own decisions based on the same source. Yeah. Whereas now, people, whether right wing, left wing, you know, sat- satirical, whatever, um, people can access their own media and are you know form their opinions based on that so you've got a kind of a nation who are all watching different things to come up with a an opinion on, on, like at a, at a national level so which is i think how you've got this kind of split where you know more than half have gone one way but a lot of the time for completely myriad different reasons like i live in a coastal town which used to have a lot of fishing so a lot of people made vote on Brexit purely based on the fact that the EU had an effect on our rights of fishing, mm. which, in my mind, I thought was a bit of a, 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 a bit of a silly way to look at it, just as a single point when it was obviously all-encompassing. And it, it just made me consider that, and I thought, you know, is it possibly like a, a like Thatcher smashing the unions type of thing? The more, more of them that you've got, the weaker the information is, or is it just, you know, freedom of the presses, people can choose their own, and we're eventually... I, I preferred it. I prefer it when we're kind of told what to do. I, I do. <laughs> I prefer it when there is less choice, and now there is too much choice. Like, the first time I saw um, uh, uh, um, cable TV, right, when cable first started, and someone had, like, 80 channels. My friend Stephen had 80 channels. And I remember thinking... We would go around and watch it, but we would never watch a programme. We would just watch something for five minutes, and then we'd flick, and then we'd yeah. flick, and then we'd flick. 
And I, even then I realised there is, this is too much choice. This is too much choice. I don't, li- I want, I like having four channels. Stretching it to five was stretching it a bit. I like, there's too much choice. I also think that well, now you get to choose when and where you watch things. It means that you don't happen across things that you didn't realise you're interested in anymore, right? So people just fuel their kind of narrow sphere of interest, don't they? So it's not like in the old days when you'd have, you'd be watching something thinking, well, something else will be on in 20 minutes, let's give this a go. These days, if it doesn't catch your interest within two minutes, you're off. So you're not going to happen across something interesting. Um, yeah, well, I think it's it, it like I mean, obviously not necessarily the porno parody version, but things like the Cosby Show and the like. You, you know, we, we all remember watching them when we were younger. We may have it would have a choice of different platforms and mediums or choices. Probably not have all watched that as a matter of choice. Uh, we all watched it, but we might not necessarily have enjoyed it. You know, with different levels. Um, it's the same as Neighbours and things like that. Where we have all got into soaps. You know, they they, they seem to have a constant battle now that the you know people are dying off viewership wise so you don't have the, the same people engaging and it's just uh, uh i think I've been i um i uh just completely forgot what i was going to say then uh i did the exact same thing we, we, we had a, a duo memory blip yeah i'm getting so i'm getting so old i completely forgot what i was gonna is it about neighbors no, 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 no. I, I, I don't oh. know what I was going to say, but there, I, well, I, 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 I go back to the original point. There is, there is too much uh, uh, choice, and so I, when I bought I, about um, eight years ago, I bought an internet radio, right? And it's it's gorgeous, and it's now in the the garage. It'll never get used again. It's an internet radio, right? And basically, you connect it to the Wi-Fi, and basically, you could access over ten thousand channels. And I thought at the time, I thought, "Oh, this would be brilliant." I'm just going to flick through it and see what I. And I didn't. I did. I found three channels I liked. One was a brilliant Beatles channel. All they played was Beatles covers. Um, and then I never delved any deeper because it was just too daunting. Mm. It was too daunting. Same with podcasts. I, I don't know what to listen to because there's so many, so I don't listen to any of them because it's just too daunting. Well, you find that often, like the general media, and, and you mentioned like satellite. That, that was the start of the kind of twenty-four hour news cycle. So you just had to have news all the time. Yeah. And then you had this whole move during the. The, the 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 bad years of kind of what do you want to to hear on the news what's your opinion whereas ultimately it's kind of like well we want you to form an opinion we don't i don't want to hear what some fella from surrey or or you know glasgow or ipswich is thinking about i remembered what i was going to say i've just written it down <clears throat> your talk of the cosby shows reminded me do you remember kate and ali yes that was good that one i, I like do you remember kate and ali pablo Channel 4, about 6.30. Channel 4, about 6.30 on weeknights, they'd show these um, crappy American sitcoms, and one of them was Kate and Ali. Were they lesbians? No. They were all friends. One of them got divorced and moved in with their mate, didn't she? I was a big fan of My Two Dads. Yeah, my oh, Greg yeah. Evigan and Greg Paul Evigan, Paul Reiser, the guy from uh, the, a- the from the Alien, Alien films, and Davy Jones popped up in a couple of episodes. These things were all on after Home and Away, weren't they? So you, you flicked over. For, no, what was the the theme no, tune? You can count, count on, on me. me. <laughs> you no so where you go. You no can, can count on me. me. No matter. I'll be there, baby. Do hang on a minute. We need to. There was a saxophone solo in there somewhere. Yeah. Play the real thing for heaven's sake, because I've got no clue from that. Count on me. No matter where you. This is me, Nicole Bradford. Cute, huh? This is my dad, and this is my dad. How'd I get to dad? They inherited me. Congratulations. It's a girl. There's the judge who brought us together. She lives in our building. My building. I own it. 
she's going to make sure we're one big happy family with one dad who's down to earth and one dad with his head oh, in the clouds. Oh, yeah. I like it. Here we go. I think we're father of the year. Can't count on me. No matter what you do, you can't count on me. No matter what you do, One of the actors, oh. one of the characters was played by an actor called Dick Buckkiss. Wow. <laughs> Dick Buckkiss. No one thought Bully. to rethink that? <laughs> there wasn't a meeting? Dick Buckkiss. Um, yes, David Jones appeared in that as an ageing rock star. And that did remind me of uh, a specific episode of that where the, 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 te- the person who owned it, the judge lady, yeah. she was a very kind of grimacy kind of gravel. Firm but fair, lady. firm but fair. Yeah, well, there was a story, and uh, you'll pardon me for for saying so, but the the, the girl and it was coming of age yes. in a kind of um, okay. chest yeah. manner. Steady on. Chest manner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, that, was, that wasn't it, sorry. That wasn't it. It was her friend was coming on in that certain way. Yeah. Uh, coming on, as I would say, uh, up north. Um, but, yeah, she was coming on, and uh, the, the girl of the story was very much a little bit annoyed at her friend because the boys were interested in her. And the judge gave her a sit-down talk and said that, you know, sometimes our bodies change and yeah. we can't help it, and sometimes people are interested. And, you know, I was that girl at school. I developed early, and all the boys were interested in me, and I just wanted to be with my friend. Oh. And it was it was a very touching moment, but then I had the... You know, coupled with the kind of puberty issues and visualising the judge yeah. coming. So, uh, this is, it this, is effect, this has affected you, hasn't it, Pablo? It's touched me in a very deep place, oh, uncomfortable way. I'm going to let you go because it's, uh, we're, we're we're all feeling your uncomfortable. I remember watching that, and I was in the sim- similar situation. Not the um, not the coming on, but the the not blossom, isn't it? Yeah. Remember blossom? Yeah, blossom. And, um, yeah, Blossom. I remember Blossom. Here we go. The home straight, dear listener. Last 30 minutes of the show. Um, and as you've been hearing, we will talk any old rubbish. <laughs> any old rubbish. 0844 499 1000. Do you need to go and do the podcast? Are you doing it there? I don't need to do it, do I? We're, Why? we're making it now. Okay, this Put is it. Put it together tomorrow morning. This is it. This is it, guys. It's happening. It's live. Uh, Neil's on the line. Good evening, Neil. Hello. Uh, hello. Hear me? Just. So, uh, I'm a long-time listener. First-time caller. Well done. Thank yeah. you very much. Five points for that. Yeah, thank you. So, um... I want to catch up on some podcasts. So about two weeks ago, you were talking about feeling bad about eating food and then eating anyway. Yes. So the Germans have a word for that. (laughs) Uh, Go on. What is the German word for eating food but feeling bad about it but still eating it anyway? So the German word is Kummerspeck. Kummerspeck. And uh, the, the, the literal translation is beef bacon. Is what? Is what bacon? 
Grief bacon. Grief bacon. That's a great word. The Germans do have some wonderful words. It really is, um, well, it, you're really touching the zeitgeist there. <laughs> Well, I just I just thought it was amazing. Um, I don't know bacon. word for feeling bad about eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a cracking word. It's uh, um, well, uh, other German words that are exciting. Zeitgeist, Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude. What now? What remind me what that is? That's enjoying someone else's yeah, uh, misery, happiness. Um, the, uh, of course, the great, grand designs, the greatest of all um, German words is the doppelganger. <laughs> the doppelganger, the doppelganger. For Easter yeah. doppelganger. Uh, we've all got one. We do. We do. I, I think some of us have more than one doppelganger. I think there are um, some. Uh, but hang on a minute. Saying that, it, 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 in this um, ever-changing world in which we live in, this multimedia world, social networks are plenty. Mm. Surely, all doppelgangers would be. I've just sort of an app, Dop- Doppelganger Reunited. All doppelgangers would be like, they would know each other, wouldn't they? You'd be able to go, right, supposing you've got a doppelganger, Kathy, yeah. who lives in Italy, mm-hmm. well then, we could put you together. What for? For a laugh. And some of the lads would like it. Oh. Do you know what I mean, Neil? Yes, I do. That's good to know. Anything, you got anything <laughs> else for his boss? <laughs> yeah, you've just planted a seed there, haven't you? I've not done anything. You can't you can't accuse me of planting a seed? Look, I'm on Periscope. They can see there are no <laughs> seeds involved. Go on, Neil. What else you got? Um, the other one was you were talking about social media addiction. Yeah, and um, and how you God, you really like are. To you really are behind the times. Your likes. Um, yes, yes. I, I I really like to read about albums that I that I like already, and I like to read the reviews albums the, only the good ones i don't <laughs> want to listen to the bad ones <laughs> give us an example of an album uh, where you've done that um oh god i, I i've got a weird taste in music but uh, uh there's, there's an album i like uh by uh, uh, uh i don't know it's like a french death metal band and oh. i really like to read the reviews of that album that are really good have you seen uh, are you aware of lamb of god uh they're rubbish are they really? I don't know. Is, is, they're, they're hev- are they heavy metal, would we say, or death metal? I don't really... It's not a genre I'm familiar with. No, no. So, so I, I know you like the monkeys, the beat yeah. boys, and, and, and I love all that as well. You know, like I like a lot of different types of music. Um, and as long as it's a, an album that I already like, yeah. I love to read the reviews that are good oh, about those albums. Dirty, dirty. Fundle yourself. I'll tell you why I'm talking about Lamb of God, because I watched... A, a Lamb of God documentary today that my sister recommended after we were talking about um, Anvil and I forgot to bring that mm-hmm. for you I think I've got rid of it actually I think I, I chucked it out it was signed as well it did chuck it out when it was signed um, and, and we were talking about Dig and Anvil and stuff like that and my sister recommended um, a film about Lamb of God and I cannot remember its name all the all the all the burning palaces or something like that yeah have you seen I, it Neil I, I, no, I know, I know the one. I've been trying to find it online. But it's on YouTube. It, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh, oh mate, okay. I was watching it on YouTube in Costa today. It's brilliant. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay, it was really, it was good. It wasn't brilliant. It was, I enjoyed it. So they're this, they're this heavy metal band. Let's say, for want of a better description, right? Very loud. Death metal's where they do that. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff, right? And they're, 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 they're big. They get like number three album in the Billboard charts. You know, right. they're behind Justin Bieber and all of this. And it starts off as a documentary about them going on a world tour. 
And then they get and to... And then the guy dies. There's a guy who dies in the well, audience. There's the spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, because you're not going to watch. Then they go, they go to Prague, uh-huh. right, and they're about to get off the plane in Prague, and there's all these, like, SWAT teams there. And they think, oh, God, there's a criminal on the plane. They get arrested. Wow. And the lead singer gets charged with murder. And they're like, what? And it's, it's, it's quite a good story. Another rock documentary, <clears throat> a band called Death. Have you seen that, Neil? I've seen that. It's amazing. It is a cracking bought, I, film. I actually bought the, the vinyl copy of their album after I saw that. Is it, it, is it, it any amazing. good? Yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a really good album. It's about this, and I've not seen it for a long time, so I got this wrong, remember. It's about this black band, right? They're black, and it's important, in the 70s. But they're not doing um, what other black bands are doing. It's not like soul or funk. They're doing, like, hard rock, right? Which was really... Well, they, a, well, is that right? They, 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 they reckon that these guys not invented punk, but they were, like, the forefathers of punk. It's amazing. It's an amazing movie. I know you love your documentaries. Yeah, it's a great film. And and, and they sold, a, you know, about three albums. Um, and there were two brothers and a friend, I think. Uh, and anyway, it's it's a film about them, and one of them has died, and it's and they kind of get back together. And, and it, it's, it's that thing of they recorded this album, and they sold three copies, then... 35, 40 years later, they become like this big cult thing and they get approached and they go, wow, what, people remember so, us? And it's, you know. Wow. And they wore tracksuits, so, so, didn't they? So, so they wore some of the same tracksuit. Have, have you seen the the documentary Searching for Sugar Man? Mate. Well. Now, let me tell you, right, for those who don't know, in 1968, yes, I have seen it. I've <laughs> seen it many, I've seen it and I love it. It's Brilliant. one of my favourite films. Neil, I'm going to move on. Thank you very much for that. Um, Darren and Sam, stay there. Um... Oh, hang on, someone wants me to... This is the theme tune to Kate and Ali. Hang on a second. Um, um. Just when you think there's no one around who's caring That's the closing title, though, isn't it? Wow, look at you, yes. Because that isn't how it started, is it? I had a real problem with Kate and Ali. Why? Just when you think you're all by yourself, you're not. Unfortunately, you gen- generally are all by yourself. Well, because I fancy both of them. <laughs> hey, this is what I've been wanting to say all week. So we're allowed to say MILF now, are we? Well. Because Fergie's got a song out called MILF Dollar. Fergie. Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. I don't think she she's got, really on the cutting uh, edge anymore. A plane that I was on was delayed because Fergie was drunk on oh it and she had to be escorted off it. Um, she's got a song called, like, I think it's called Milf Dollar, right? So we're allowed to say, because I always thought that was a word that you weren't supposed to say because it's, it's a mum I'd like to fondle. A mum I'd like to fondle. And I would like to have fondled Kate and Ali. Would you? Yeah. Gosh. Um, but, so we're allowed to say this word I now, I still think we? it's pretty... No, I don't like it. Because it used to be, um... It's a category, isn't it? Well, let's, let's, let's go back and examine the word. It used to be a genre of pornography. Exactly. And, and you would get milf hunters and, and milf busters and things like that. But, by the way, if anyone wants to do a, sp- a spoof of myth busters and call it milf busters, you can have that one. Um, and it was like, it was like, it was, it was a, it was a dirty For word. me, it's still got that connotation. Well, exactly, but now it seems to have passed into, it, 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 I bet my mum would probably say the word MILF. Do you think it's in the zeitgeist? It's very zeitgeisty. 
Very zeitgeisty. And the fact that it's now is a pop a, song. Is there a male alternative? Like a dilf? Is dilf. 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 And of course really? there's, there's gilf. A grandma I'd like to fondle. Wow. Um, and there's... How do you differentiate with, the, with granddad then? Well, you just, you just, you just have to take potluck. <laughs> you don't know. There's a, 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 a lilf. A lollipop lady I'd like to fondle. What? Yep. yep wow. Yep. Tilf, a pilf, pilf. Post office post, worker. Post office worker. Tilf teacher. <laughs> um uh there's a kill for copper so there's loads of them there's lo- if you can think of it someone's getting turned on by it wow put your shoes on i've got one shoe on i'll well go for the other one now you talk to darren while i'm doing this hiya darren hiya hello what did you want to say hello 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 go on oh i'm on there you are Oh, well, hip, hip, hip. Hip, Sorry. hip, hip. Hip, 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 Darren, I'm back. I was putting my shoes on, getting ready to go. Under the desk. Yeah. Um, I, w- I want to talk about film, film ring. Yeah. Uh, the last two movies were absolutely fantastic. I love a documentary, um, but the last one especially was... The, the imposter. my mind. The imposter. How did that family... How, why did they accept... The, the one... The one that got me was the sister and the brother-in-law that we saw, yeah. right? Why, unless they knew that the, the, the original boy was dead, why would they Why would they accept him? Well, why would they why. think he looked like him? Well, that's what I think they... I think they accepted him because they had other thoughts. Well, the whole... Well, it was a cover, wasn't it? I mean, that's the idea. Well... The that, whole family, though, the whole family th- knows that he's dead, and 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 that's why they did it. I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe the documentary. I just got the way it changed in the last half hour was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. It's just. But what I'd like to say is, um, uh, have you ever seen a, um, a documentary called Dark Days? Is this the one about the homeless people? Yeah. No, I've not well. seen it. I've not seen it because I, 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 go on, give us a little, little a synopsis. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, you know, when you, you think people on the edge of society. Yeah. These people really are on the edge of society. It's, it's, it's really, and it, and it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's in black and white and it's just absolutely, you just care for these people all the way through. And it's, te- I was in tears. I was in floods of tears. Yeah. It, it was, it, 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 I, I, the following day after, the day I watched it, I was going to work and I was telling people to watch this. It, I think it was on, on the iPlayer or something and then it was off the yeah. iPlayer and, but I think, I think it's on Netflix or it's on It is on Netflix. It is on Netflix and I, I, um, I, I, I go past it and I keep thinking, oh, I should watch that. And then there's something about it in it the is. description that puts me off. I yeah, don't know what. I, I can understand because I'm I'm in the same place as you are. Yeah. Um uh, mentally if you I don't know how to say it properly. But, yeah, um, no, no, I do, yeah, can we get the picture? Yeah. <laughs> We're <laughs> nuts, Darren. We're both nuts. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it, 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 and it does bring you down, but it brings you back up. And yeah. it, honestly it's absolutely do yourself a favour, watch that. I tried to buy it on uh, D V D and it was like forty odd quid or something. <laughs> Truth. And then, luckily, luckily, it was it was back on Netflix. So. I will. Um, all right, I, I, I will do. It. I've got um, I've got a magic box now, right? Oh yeah. That allows me to watch like films from all over the world legally. Yeah. 
but it's this magic box and it plugs in the telly and uh, it's like today uh, we tried it i only got it the other day and my youngest is obsessed with scooby-doo we went to a charity shop just because they got cd players just to buy some cds and stuff and as we were leaving so at the corner of his eye I went <gasps> scooby-doo and they had a little scooby-doo van. so i typed in scooby-doo right Every episode of Scooby-Doo ever, from all the series, from, like, the 60s up till now, this and all of the movies, every... There's, like, hundreds of Scooby-Doo movies. No Scrappy-Doo. Well, yeah, the Scrappy-Doo ones Rubbish. were there as well, but we will, of course, be, be um, skipping that. I don't want to ruin, uh, waste the time of that rubbish. Have you, have you seen the Tom and Jerry? Um, I think that's on um, Amazon. I've got it on Amazon. I was watching all the first series of Tom and Jerry. When and was it? When was it? They, of, they gave Tom and Jerry a voice at one point, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. Tom had a voice, I think. Did he or Jerry? Anyway, um, there's some really racist. Yeah, Thomas. Tom and Jerry. The, the well, the old black housekeeper, Thomas. Well, not even that. Yeah, like black. you know, them blacking up and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's one when they go to an island somewhere and they are oh. all blacked up and. And we never saw them on BBC One. <laughs> Operation U Tree goes and um, <laughs> knocks on the the, the Jerry's. The, not the, the, the officer has to get on his hands and knees, and there's a little door in that little mouse hole, and he knocks on it, and Jerry comes out and he says, "We've come to arrest you." Oh, we back in a second, and he comes back and gives him a, a, a stuffed sock or something. <laughs> I don't know what happens in those cartoons. Darren, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Let's go to Sam. Yes, Sam. Hello, you right? Yeah, good. Thanks, man. What you got? Um, a couple of things. I'm really excited because um, I'm like 94 subscribers away from 10,000, and so I'm kind Sweet of. Sweet lord! If they all paid you a pound, you'd have um, a nine thousand. Um, I can't do the maths at this time. A of lot. Night. You'd have a lot of dosh. Get them all to send uh, you a pound, Sam. Yeah, well, I'm just waiting for it to happen because obviously that's like a couple of days that um, when it happens, I'm just really nervous about it because there's this sort of pressure that you know to deliver no there's not the, the pressure is the pressure is imagined you're you're creating the pressure there is no pressure oh, oh thank you very much for that um the thing i want to talk, uh, talk about was um i think you mentioned it before um charlie booker did, oh yeah we gonna we gonna um like book him well, no, book we him. were we were gonna book him and then he doesn't reply to cat's emails anymore mm, but he told me he was flaky it. so i'm hoping let me let me send him a dm hang on a minute if i got him on here because I like him. He's an Asian guy. He's an Asian oh, guy? You're thinking of the wrong job. <laughs> he's a decent guy. We really like um, Scream White. That was brilliant. Um, 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 oh, yeah. Still up for it. No worries. If not. There we go. Done. Yeah, I see. Brilliant. No, no, I just really like him, and I think he's... You know, he's, he's good. He's, a, he's, a, he's, um, he's bloody brilliant. He's, um, he's a brilliant writer. He's a funny man. He's a nice man. And he's a video yeah. game geek. Beautiful. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I loved his, um, his show. He did, um, like, how video games change the world. I, did, I, did, you know, I never got around to seeing that. I must, I must um, really dig that out and have a little a look-see at it. It's a bit outdated now, obviously, because I mean, I mean, gaming is changing every minute, well, every day now, obviously. So, uh, well, it won't have yeah. it won't have um, uh, Pokemon Go. Oh, don't talk about Pokemon Go. I'm absolutely addicted. Have you been beaten up yet, or um, um, abused? Oh, nearly. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few evil-looking kids. Yeah, this is it. This is it. I want to. Uh, when when can we get it in the UK? Well, that's the thing. I'm not sure because it's, it's um, the release date's been paused because. 
I'm not, well, I don't sex know. Not, sex I'm, attacks. People have been sexually attacked, haven't they? Probably. Yeah, yeah they have. The people have been getting mugged, people are getting mugged, sexually attacked, I may have made that bit up, um, and run over, because they're looking at their phones all the time instead of looking at where they're going. Mm. Uh, so they're going to mm. ban it. Well, I just, I think, no, shame on you, Nintendo. Uh, uh, it's political correctness gone wrong. I want, I've never been so excited about a reinvention of geocaching than I have about Pokemon Go. It's entered the mainstream already. It's not even released. The two mics were playing it. Um, earlier on yesterday, they were playing, uh, the two mics were playing it. It's entered the mainstream already. Give me Pokemon Go. Give it to me. I want it. Emma's got it already. I don't want a hooky copy. I don't want a cracked copy. I want it. I want it legit. Give it. I want, I want more things. Yes. Um, if you ever bored, um, my life, type in Google, uh, <laughs> type in Google Feud into Google, and it's a game. It's basically like, um, Family Feud, but basically it's like searches. To say, um, oh, I tried um, this and I couldn't understand it. Yes, like it was like, um, say Donald, for example. Donald comes up and you think, okay, don't, uh, uh, Donald, Donald Trump, right? And then you type in Trump, and it's really weird. It's basically like, um, it's a family fortune to uh, the one you uh, when you think of a word. Oh, right? no, I tried the one where was it you? Someone told me about, um, the one where you get a picture and you have to guess where you are. Oh, no, no, no. yeah, I said that, yeah, um, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, work yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. No, it yeah, wasn't. It was rubbish. Work. Couldn't work it out. There's no one to shoot. There's no one to shoot. There's no aliens. Oh. Sam, listen, I'm going to move on. Thank you very much. I couldn't work it out. I was there for ages. I'm, I'm just looking at this thing. Where, where am I? I don't know. Just give me a clue, no? That's Read a something. book, for heaven's sake. Yeah. Go for I a walk. Say, yeah, I'll go for a walk, no? I know where I'm going to do that. Reading a letter. Pokemon Go. Gotta catch them all. Well, you haven't. Well. Get a life. I'd um, I'd be up. I'd be up for a little session on that. I That's think, exercise. That's exercise. I think my kids would enjoy it. But yeah, you I couldn't be that person wandering around on my own. Look how old are your kids now? They are four and seven. Well, old enough to go out on their own. They're not. Give them a mobile phone and send them off on their own. Beautiful. I let them walk around the block sometimes on their own, and uh, I have to hold my nerve. Don't let them see my panic. Um, Stretch that elastic. Pokemon Go, it, the fact that the two mics were playing it, they're, they're on uh, every d- weekday at the moment, filling in for Julie Hartley Brewer, 10 to 1, it's cracking, listen. The um, the fact that they are um, they are playing Pokemon Go shows just how much they are in touch with the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist, they're tapping into it. Very, very much so. Um, so it's, it's got to be, um, good news for everybody. I want, I want a slice of that. It's augmented reality. You know, you're aware of augmented reality. Yeah, it's when you incorporate real life. Yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. And, uh, we'll have some of that. Let's go to, uh, good evening, Vinny. All right. Hip, hip, hip. Hooray. Okay. What have you got for us, Vinny? I look forward to this. I, you call us now about once every three months. Yeah. For those who don't know, yeah. this young lady used to call me when I was um, at various other radio stations and would sometimes turn up inebriated. Uh, what is, she, is your mum? Is your mum out tonight? Is that why you're allowed to phone us? Yes, that's oh, right. Beautiful. Okay. I know. How did I know she was out? I don't know. Because she's. Um, I'm going to be seeing her after the show. Yeah, all right. I'll look after her. Don't worry. I'll look after her. Anyway. And she'll have a few quid to buy you some uh, food tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I've got two questions. So that'll be all right then, wouldn't it? She'll have quite a few quid, actually. 
I'll know you're lying, so, okay. Well, you don't know I'm lying. Where is she now? She's downstairs. Go and have a look. Go go and put her on if you, if she's really downstairs. Oh, I can't be bothered. You don't know where your mum is. I do. Hands up who knows where their mum is now. Uh, me and Kath have got our hands up. You've not got your hand up, Vinny. Yeah, it's up. What have you called in for, madam? Yeah, um... First of all, uh... What do you think of Acid House music? Um, it, it's not a genre I am particularly familiar with. I used to enjoy Yaz and the Plastic Population. They were good, actually. Were I liked Erasure. I like Erasure. The acid House? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Would you say so, Vinny? Uh, yes, all right, I guess. Okay. I know my, my second question is... Do you like Happy Hardcore, Vinny? Uh, he likes Hardcore. Mm. No, I prefer Pop. Okay. That question, normally a question leads on to a conversation, Vinny. It was just a check. <laughs> yeah, just a check. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, my main question is... Is that a survey that you're carrying out on behalf of the um, Acid House Music Trust of Great Britain? Uh, yes. Okay, brilliant. Anyway... Are you touching yourself? No. Okay, because you sound very breathless. Um, I've just been nervous. You've just been nervous? Yeah. Oh, don't be nervous. Yeah, um, I'm going to ask another question. Okay, here comes question number two. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a good one. Yes. What is comedy? It's funny things, isn't it? Yeah. It's the funny things that make you laugh. It's the opposite of tragedy. Do you not know? Do you not know that? You don't know what comedy... Hang on a minute. You don't know what comedy is. Is this a... Are you slagging off my radio show? It's the opposite of tragedy. But yeah, that but doesn't you know, mean it's funny. Well... Well, it does. Comedy no, is funny. Comedy is funny, no, yeah? No, no, yeah, but it doesn't mean... Uh, if it's the opposite of tragedy, it doesn't mm. mean it's funny. Well, what? in the Shakespearean tradition, a comedy would be everyone getting married at the end, and a tragedy would be them getting carried out dead, so... Yeah, uh, that's where... Uh, Good time, bad time. Uh, yeah, that's what I wanted uh, about Shakespeare as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good. When you were at school yes. and they teach you Shakespeare and they teach you the comedy. Um, yeah, you uh, didn't think they were funny. Plays. Yeah, you didn't think they're funny. And you tell the teacher, it's not really funny. And they say, like, back in those times, yeah. it was really funny. Yeah. Well, it, I think that's a the answer is wrong. No, it's like watching Dad's real. Army. But, 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, but comedy is subjective. Do you know what subjective means? Yes, but uh, but I'm just. Uh, it's like uh, that. Uh, Hang on, we got we got, got we got caller caller. Can you help Vinny here, please? Hi, Vinny. Yeah. Hi, Vinny. Hey, what's up? What what's up, my long lost brother? How's it be hanging? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. How you doing? I'm I'm really well, my funk soul brother. What be happening for shizzle? That's a bit racist. I be up in that streets. Be you? No. I'm 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 at home right now. 
I'd just be kicking it with me Desmond's box set, man. Oh, uh, okay. What was it, Desmond? Okay, that TV program from... I'm too... Uh, I can't remember. I'm too young for that. Anyway, what's up? Talk Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 